Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be my review of the season pass, not this present one, but the idea as a whole. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify, uh, if you want to watch me live, you can go to saynotorage.com. That will bring you to the live channel. If you want to support me directly, there's a join button on the YouTube, or you can use Patreon, SNTRpresents.com. We'll take you right to the Patreon, and the tiers are identical, and we are launching a new show soon as well. So, why did I want to do a review about the season pass? Well, somebody from, you know, somebody from the uh, the, the Discord, they didn't pay for, like, the tier to, to pick a topic, but they asked about this, and I thought, you know what, we could probably do an episode about that. Just the general idea of the season pass, what it has brought to the game, you know, what's good about it, what's not so good, and then make suggestions on how to improve it. I actually don't think there's anything glaringly wrong or bad with the way they do the season pass. I know there are going to be people that are like, I really don't like how we get exotics from the season pass. I really don't like how, you know, they give us just that right at the beginning and they just handing out exotics. You know, people have tried to argue pay to win, um, you know, because you don't get the wither horde till 35 if you're free, you know, free play or whatever. The, um, so the setup of it, I actually don't think has any major glaring problems. I don't have any significant issues with the season pass and its role in the game, but I do think there's some things about it that are not so good, and I want to talk about that along with what I think has been, you know, they've done, I think, a, a really, really good job with. So let's just talk about the good. We we know that Destiny has a lot of casuals in its player base. That's not uncommon knowledge, especially with the way that you look at player base numbers and where people gravitate toward compared to, you know, the more hardcore activities. It's 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 somewhat uh, it's somewhat a a casual game. That's not a that's not a that's not a gripe or an insult. That's just kind of the player base that we have. I actually think the casuals are a perfect player base for something like a season pass. I think it's really, really good for them. I think it really, really assists with player saturation and numbers throughout the season. You really see the numbers stay pretty steady until about the final two weeks. I think they paced it well, where most folks are like, ah, I finally finished near the end of the season, and then they, you know, then they kind of take their break. You can you can watch the player base numbers track. And it does seem, once you get to the end, there's that sharp drop-off, because I think a lot of people have finished it. I actually think there's a lot of value in here for the $10. Now, the $10 is not all about the season pass. The $10 does get you active, you know, um, access to the new loot pools. Uh, In some seasons, it it was the only way to get access to the activity, like Sundial uh, or Vex Offensive. Um, this time around, contacts in the public space, so anybody can play it, but they're not going to get any of the new loot. So the $10 isn't just for the season pass, but if you just look at the $10 and you look at the value you get in the actual pass itself, it really is good value transmission. An exotic ornament, an exotic emote, an entire ornamental set for your armor, ornaments for your weapons. Uh, sometimes it's a ship, sometimes it's a ghost this season. You know, the, the amount of things you get that if you went and tried to buy all these things from the Eververse, just the armor sets alone would be super expensive because you'd have to buy three, you know, the because uh, they're universal ornaments. They're not just armor sets. They're universal ornaments. These are these are vanity items. These are items that you can use for forever. That's one of the better changes they've made with the ornamenting of, you know, of armor, moving away from armor that has to be worn if you want to look that way. I really think that was a great change, and I think that added a lot of value uh, to their uh, to their season pass so that when you're when you're playing you you really do feel like you're getting pretty good stuff now some people might say oh it's not enough it's not enough Uh, 
again, I think if you look at the price of these items in the Eververse, an exotic emote, an exotic you know sparrow, an exotic ornament for a gun, and then three full uh, ornamental armor sets, we actually get a lot of value uh, in the season pass. And again, the ten dollars is not just for the pass itself. You know, it's it's in addition to the content and and the loot. Now it's front heavy. You know, we've talked about this before. I actually think this is kind of a good thing. It, it, it I don't think it, it it does a great job for hardcore players. We're going to talk about that in a moment. But it's very front heavy. Levels one through thirty, you're just constantly getting stuff, and then after that, it slows down. But that I think lines up with player saturation. That's generally how people play the game. They come in, it's pretty hot and heavy for the first couple of weeks in the first month, and then it tapers off. And a front-heavy season pass probably translates into really good value transmission to the consumer. They're like, oh, I got a ton of stuff. I got armor. I got a sword. I got a this. I got a that. You know, I got an exotic. You know, I got this new armor. And then it slows down. You know, you hit 30, you get the sword, and then after that, it kind of tapers off. So I do think, by and large, there's a lot of good things to be said about the season pass and what it has brought for the community but there are things about it that are not so good and this is kind of where I do think you're going to hear criticism either in chat Q&A today or maybe even comments about why people aren't huge fans of the season pass it really offers nothing significant for hardcore players now it's not necessarily intended to do that but I do think you have to acknowledge there's a hardcore player base uh, you have to acknowledge that a lot of your purchasing consumers play the game more they've been more loyal and there are a lot of the folks buying the you know the seasons which then means you're getting the season pass so there's not a ton of significant things on there for a more hardcore player you might look at and say there's nothing really on there for me now you might also look at it and think man it offers a a a season perk but really really late in the season you know a lot of the times you had to get to 92 uh, or, you know, into the 70s. You know, I, I can't remember this season where that one landed. I think this might be the one. Unlocks the ability to focus Umbral Ingrams, allowing a Guardian to choose the primary stat that the armor uh, has contained. So if you wanted to do that, that stat focusing or whatever, you had to wait until 72. Some season passes, you had to wait until like 90. I don't actually think that's the right choice. I get that it's a more long-term goal. I remember in Season of Dawn, I said... You know, I think this is a good way to structure it. It gives you kind of that long-term goal that then once you get it, you know, now the grind is a little bit better. And I, I, I think that they need to consider changing that. What this does is like it creates this disproportionate focus of I'm going to grind as fast as I possibly can because until I get that level 72 or 92 perk or whatever on the season pass, the grind really isn't worth it. So you almost, in a way, you kind of gatekeep the hardcore capstone sentimentality of I really really want to get that perk before I start grinding for these weapons I originally thought it was a good idea but now I think in practice I actually don't think it's actually that great with the way that they set it up it also offers nothing for repeating going through it Uh, you know prestiging it resetting it whatever I'm only at 134 in seasons past I got into like the 200s some people here are around 500 I mean it's absurd how high people get it there is literally nothing really offered for repeating it now I know every five you get the mnemonic ingram which is a bright ingram you know every five levels you still get that you have no visual you don't know how close you are to another one it's just done and it sits here and the number keeps going up 
So that leads me to the final section here. Let's make some suggestions on how to improve this. One of the easiest things you could do is let folks reset their pass for sort of less rewards. So if you remember in Call of Duty, you'd reset your rank for prestige. When I hit 100, let me reset this. And then the whole thing clears and all of a sudden it's got a bunch of new rewards for me to get. Now, obviously some of these would either disappear or get cut in half. Maybe one upgrade module instead of three, maybe 125 twisted energy instead of 250. I reset it. It shows 100 over here, and then as I level it up, I get those things all over again. Obviously, you can't get a shader again. You can't get a, a, a an emote again and a finisher. Those things would disappear. You know, the emblem would disappear as well. But I think that would be a very, very easy pick to say, let me reset it. And then obviously it's less rewards, but there's still something there rhythmically along with the bright engram every five. You could even have prestige emblems and maybe shaders. I don't know about shaders, uh, but maybe prestige emblems. Every time you reset it, there's an emblem that kicks it off. Like, hey, this emblem is you only get this if you hit 100 and reset. You only get this emblem if you hit 200 and reset. Emblems aren't that big of a deal. They're probably fairly easy to make they don't take up a lot of space in the game you know you make a couple of them slightly different versions so you could really be proud of the fact that you hit you know you got the level 500 you know you reset the dadgum thing five times and you get like a prestige emblem i think these are very very easy solutions to make the season pass feel a little bit more well-rounded and land on the community at large I also think they could consider being a little less front heavy so it feels like you're consistently getting stuff throughout the season. You know, you get past 30 and it gets a little dry. They could maybe make it a little less front heavy or just add more things later, you know, on the actual pass itself. And also really consider not putting seasonal perks super, super late on the season pass, making a hardcore player feel like there really is no point in pursuing the grind and chasing stuff until I hit level 90. That's a giant hurdle. So then they kind of overplay, overconsume, and level as fast as they can. I think those are some pretty easy suggestions to make the season pass better. By and large, I think it's been a great value add to the game. I think it keeps people playing. I think we get a lot, you know, a bang for our buck. You know, previous seasons and previous years where you spent the money, you didn't get any of all this extra stuff, all these extra cosmetics and all these items. These are, these are, we're getting actually more than we used to get and we're spending a little bit less. You know, the, the old seasons, you had to buy them all together and, you know, we didn't get these types of items for, you know, Season of the Drifter and Opulence and Ada, you know, the Black Arm so I really think they've added a lot of great value and with some tweaking I think it could be a lot better for everyone in the community not just the casuals we're going to transition to Q&A if you want to be part of that be sure to be in the discord or the live streams sanitarage.com will bring you to the live streams and sntrpresents.com will take you to the different tiers that you can pick on Patreon as always if you're listening or watching in all the other locations please like, share, and subscribe Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be the Q&A session that followed my talk about the Season Pass review. That is more of a global look at the Season Pass, not just this current season. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, watching on YouTube, uh, you can always watch me live on YouTube. Go to SayNoToRage.com. You can support me directly by clicking the Join button, or if you prefer Patreon, SNTRPresents.com, and you can pick from all the Patreon levels there. And you can use those tiers for Q&A like this, or VIP call-ins. That's all synced up through the Discord. So, let's jump in real quick on the first question. We went really long with the debate today. The VIP call-ins might have some good disagreement in them. 
and uh, we are going to uh, to try to move through here in about 45 minutes with the Q&A. So, uh, Techno says, should there be rewards after rank 100 earned at regular intervals like exotics, master working mats, or seasonal currency? Right now, the only thing you get past rank 100 is the seasonal bright ingram every five ranks. One of the things I suggested in the video was a was a reset. Uh, you're resetting the the seasonal pass or the season pass and then you get to get a lower amount of the rewards so a decrease maybe in some of the currency payouts obviously you can't get another ghost or sparrow like what would be the point of that uh and then maybe even have emblems you know four or five emblems four or five potential prestiges emblems i don't think would be that big of a deal um so i really would like to see a post 100 uh reset uh, as a way to give folks that go the distance a little bit more than just, yep, you're done. Okay, that's kind of the end of it. I also want to concede, and this is kind of part of the debate we were having before Q&A, it's really not intended to be for hardcores as a, as a concept, okay? As a concept, I don't think season passes are built for hardcore players. They're more common now in lots and lots of games. They're going to become you know, more and more common. And, and the, the bit of the debate we were having beforehand was I was saying, if they correctly, or adequately I should say, if they adequately refuel Aspiration in year four, I wouldn't be too worried then about the season pass continuing to feel very casual and very accessible. Um... Because it, I just I don't think season passes are ever going to scratch like that that you know that that uh, that hardcore itch, and if it's just it's not I don't think it's ever really going to be uh, intended intended if if they don't if they don't and they want to make it more hardcore I think at the very least the prestiging and the resetting of it would be one way uh, to take it. Raris says in CS:GO. It had a season pass for Operation Shattered Web, and with this you could go past 100, but when you did, it went back to the start and you could get all the rewards again. Why can't Destiny have this? Maybe all the exotics. I mean, yeah, we just talked about that. I, the exotics, I don't know if they're playing a significant role. I mean, how many do you get? You get one at 98, 74, 2, 3, 4, uh, what, 5? Maybe, yeah, 5? I don't, yeah, that, I don't think that that's the... I don't think that's the primary reason for not letting us reset. I would say they probably just didn't even think about it. it again, what was their target in year three? I'm, I, I don't mean this in a mean way. I don't think they cared about you that much in year three if you're a hardcore player. You were not the target. If they're if they're looking down a scope and they're aiming, you know, they've got this launcher to launch content and they're aiming at the casuals in the mid lane, okay? You're outside of the frame. Right? You're out of the frame. They're not considering you. So when they built this, I don't think anybody said, well, what about the hardcore players that are going to get hit rank 400 or 300? That probably wasn't even a question. Now, they may have said, well, I mean, we got, well, just let them keep getting bright ingrams if they go beyond 100. That's fine. But again, you were not the target of the content. The target of year three was just, you were not in frame. And that's been conceded by Luke Smith. Aspirational content and aspiration needs to be refueled in year four and that's why I think we're jumping the gun I was honestly surprised at at the at the strong uh, criticism and the strong nature of the language that was being used against against the season pass that one took me by surprise um, 
in whenever whenever we're whenever we're in these situations and we're, we're we're trying to indicate something is frustrating us what i really was struck by was like wow people are really disliking this i didn't i didn't anticipate that and so but as we said before i think there's a sickness in the game that we're all we're all deducing the symptoms of it i think they went way too transactional okay they went way too transactional with the loot and the delivery of the loot and the pursuit of the loot. And I think every time we pinpoint something that's frustrating us, the umbrals, the season pass, whatever, it's all part of the same sickness. They just they didn't, for whatever reason, really pinpoint a great way to put loot out in the world. It's all of our loot we're getting in menus. And that, I think, really gives credence to the criticism of, like, it starts starting to feel like a mobile game. Starting to feel like a mobile game, I'm just, boom, hit the box, ding, boom, hit the box, ding, you know. They overcorrected in response to the complaints about grinding for certain loot. Right, it's, the, I've always said it this way, the spirit is in the right place. The spirit is, we want to give people intentionality and generosity. That's great spirit. It's great spirit. The delivery, not so much. The spirit of being like, I want to paint this wall really quickly so we can move on to the next room. Great spirit. That's good. But if you come in and you basically use a hose and just spray, you know, just spraying paint everywhere, it's like, whoa, what are you doing? You're doing a bad job. Well, your spirit and your intentions were good, but it ends up being reckless if it's not done properly. And in this case, the spirit was the stuff's only around for three months. We got to have a really good delivery system so people can get the loot. We don't want people ending a season and being like, oh my gosh, I couldn't get anything. So great intentions. Delivery is just so mechanical. So keep those intentions. Don't, don't take that away. We want to have intentionality and generosity, but make the delivery far more uh, out in the world, far more, you know, loot pursuit oriented, as opposed to we're just, we're constantly getting everything in a menu, whether it's a prime ingram or an umbral or token slamming or the season pass. It's just all click reward, click reward. Instead of boom, I killed the boss, a reward popped out. <coughs> excuse me. There's a huge difference. Cycle, <coughs> excuse me, psychologically between those two things. Huge difference. In one, the reward is attached to your experience in the game. In the other, it's attached to you pressing a button. You remember token slamming? It was like we're like in, in D two vanilla. That's all we did. You just were click click Ingram, click click Ingram. It was like, ah, oh, what in the world? It, and we're, we're we've kind of come back to that where your rewards are attached to you pushing the, a button on your controller, as opposed to killing something. A raid boss, strike boss, whatever, and the, you know the the reward pops out. Rain the dark with the next question. I'll preface this by saying I'm not a fan of other battle passes because other companies make them an absolute grind fest. But Bungie made it incredibly fair and worth purchasing. I feel respected as a consumer. Do you think Bungie's battle pass might influence other companies to do the same? It really depends. It really depends. When you have like an established system. I, you know, w- let's take Fall Guys as an example. Fall Guys just launched, and they're kind of finding their way. And I think their battle pass is very fair. Number one, number one, it doesn't cost anything. It's just in the game. And I feel like the the number of times I'm unlocking something is at a pretty decent interval. Now, obviously, if you're constantly losing, 
if you're literally doing nothing but losing then yes it'll 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 take you a lot longer but by and large i feel like the way they have it set up is very good and it didn't actually cost me anything now obviously i bought the game for twenty dollars and it just comes included but i didn't like buy the game for twenty dollars and then buy their battle pass so will it influence other games the only reason i don't think it will have much of an influence on other games is because other games structure their battle pass delivery and timing and grind around their own research through their player base their own research through their content rhythms and what's there if it's a mobile game it's if if it's a game like you know the the new avengers game coming out their their pass will be will be structured around their own research and their own content structure and destiny's is just very very different so kane aaron do you think that the battle pass uh, was handled badly this season. You were locked out of focusing an umbral until you unlocked the pulse and the sword, and the sword is the best DPS weapon when it comes to the battle pass. This is something I touched on a little bit in the talk when I said, you know, you got these seasonal perks. You know, 92 was the was the one everybody set their sights on during Season of Dawn. And then this this season, it was like 71 or something. I do think that that you're you're now connecting I'm sorry you're disconnecting you're now disconnecting a perk that's attached to sundial or the umbral the recasting the perks attached to those activities and those things and you're throwing it in the season pass that feels really weird to me it's like hey there's this thing you can get extra drops or you can get raid drops with extra perks uh, in the brand new raid. And you're like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, but you got to get to level 99 on the season pass. And you're like, wait, what? So every raid drop before then is is essentially not as good as it can be? What? what? So then I have to like prioritize the season pass grind before I raid. You'd ha- you would have people. Imagine if they would have done that. That's essentially what they did in Season of Dawn. Because you remember, there was a streamer that lived in a Lost Sector all weekend long, and we were all theorizing about, like, what's 92 going to look like? I said it's going to be the extra perk like they did at Ada. You know, and people were thinking it was going to be something else, like new perks or this or that. And so they lived in a Lost Sector. Why? It was like, well, I'm not going to start grinding and getting all these weapons until I know what this is. The same thing would happen if you did it in a raid. It was like, well, I don't want to hit the, I, I don't want to, I don't want to run the raid and get drops until I hit level ninety nine on the season pass. So I think this is actually a fair pushback and criticism. If the season pass is meant to be just sort of the casual ten bucks, come get dope stuff. If that's what it's, it's intended to be, it does not make sense to attach it to the actual grind and the seasonal content of like, well until you get to level 90 something or 70 something you're not really truly getting the full the full bang for your buck out of the recaster or the sundial drops so i think those things should i think they should stop doing that i'm not a fan of that now as far as like oh you couldn't get the sword or the pulse until you got it from the season pass i tend to agree with you as well it's like why why do that you know you can ask people to go onto raids because uh, LFG is discussing you need matchmaking. Well, I mean that's a whole other that's a whole other rabbit hole that I don't want to go down into. Um, I don't think you we need raid matchmaking. I don't think we blame LFG. It's not like oh LFG's bad. We need raid matchmaking. I don't think that's how you legislate content. Um, I also think there's a lot of problems with raid matchmaking, uh, and that's a whole other debate that I don't really want to have right now. Um, 
But again, I don't think that that really even touches down on what we're saying. What I'm generally saying here is, if you're going to have seasonal perks and benefits for a piece of content, it shouldn't be on the season pass. You know, it just it just shouldn't be on the, it should not be. Hitman with the next question. Going 100 plus levels higher and not a thing to show just feels bad, but this is where time and work should equate to gain. Upgrade mats, maybe really cool shaders at level 125, level 185, sweet emblem, ETC, hardcore players, time, I don't really feel is truly being respected. Yeah, we're, we're touching on this in a variety of ways, and I, I don't think you're being disrespected, though. It's, it's not really for you. That would be like saying, I grinded a hundred public events this week, and I don't really have anything to show for it. You're not really respecting the hardcore player's time. I would say, okay, but you're, you're playing the most casual piece of the game. You're not really doing anything, right? Going to 150 and 200 levels on your season pass, I, that's not like a hardcore grind. That's literally just an XP slam. You can tell it's a Hitman question when it's just stated and not an actual question. Oh, does he do this on the regular? Yeah, I used to nail people for this, but I'm like, I th- I've tried to be more laid back. <laughs> yeah, it isn't really a question. <laughs> so, Yixel. Do you think that exotics and high stat armor have a place on the season pass? This is actually a good question, and I do think it's a fair, it's a fair one to ask. Because... If my premise that this is supposed to be more mid lane, more casual, if that's true, if, if we think that's a fair and a true premise, then why do you have a 67 stat roll chest piece on here? Like, why? Now, someone might say the stat distribution's not that great, uh, and it's only one affinity. It's, you know, it's solar. If you want the other affinities, you're going to have to go, like, grind some of the harder content. Well, yes, and, and, and no. Like, why are you just handing somebody a 67? I remember when it was the season where you were, it was Void Affinity, and people were getting better stat-rolled armor from the season pass than I was getting from the Garden of Salvation raid. Yeah, and you can change the element now. Even still, Brandon, it's only one piece. At the end of the day, it's only going to be one affinity for you. Yes, you can pick the affinity, but you're only netting one one affinity with a good stat roll. You would still want to tra- probably try to get the other affinities. But it does seem to be odd. It already has six energy. Yeah, it's pretty. It, it'll be a little bit more expensive to change. That's true. It's already at six. It really doesn't matter since there are enough 65 plus stat armor sources now in game. Well, but Darksider, even high stat roll armor is supposed to be like an aspirational pursuit. So I think it's a valid question. Why are you putting high stat roll armor on the season pass? What if at level 90, there was a God roll guillotine? What does that do? It invalidates grinding for a God roll guillotine because you're just giving me one. High stat roll armor on the season pass, in some respects, is just like, why am I going to grind for high stat roll armor? I get a free set basically every season. Circling back to Hitman, I think what I mean more is I'm constantly playing their game, putting in time in every core aspect, and it doesn't reflect. Other games seem to give players who play more credence to let their time and work show. Well, and this is this is really, really 
you know, uh, uh, well-timed Hitman. Because earlier I was telling people, you don't, you shouldn't be setting your sights on the season pass. You should be asking for better endgame aspirational loot. You know, and we kind of have that in the dungeon this season. It's a double whammy. It's a unique armor set. You can only get it in the dungeon. And it's a high stat roll farm. I actually think that's a really, really good delivery for hardcore players. And then that's uh, a way for you to peacock and show your commitment and how much you play. We just need more of that. I need more dungeon, raid, and Grandmaster Nightfall loot incentive. So then, I don't give a crap that you're giving away dope stuff in the season pass. It just doesn't matter to me. I don't think high stat is aspirational since uh, when it was rare and undying, people complained that nothing beat the armor from the pass. Now that people can grind for those, it's not an issue. I mean, I don't really understand the point you're making. In general, they've made it sound like high stat roll armor is an aspirational goal. So you 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 can say that you don't think it is, but that doesn't that's, that doesn't really necessarily matter. Bungie has outlined that as a as a as a seasonal aspirational grind. High stat roll armor is intended to be uh, 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 an aspirational chase. If you don't think it is, that's fine. That's the way Bungie looks at it. I feel like you're telling casual mid lane players you cannot have a single nice piece of armor or a weapon. I'm drowning in high stat roll armor, but I'm not upper mid lane player, not actually hardcore. Well, I think you're I think you're stretching what I'm saying too far, boards. What I'm saying is high stat armor should be in the environments where it matters most. And if you get like a 55 to 59 roll armor, that's good. I'm not I'm not saying that you should only get 40. Oh, you're a casual? All your armor should be 41. And I'm not saying that. I'm saying a 67 chess piece? That's better than virtually all the armor I've ever gotten in the endgame until the dungeon rolled around. That just seems kind of backwards. I'm not saying you should get trash. I'm saying there should be a clear hierarchy. Mid-50s from the season pass, mid-60s from the end game. Like, that just makes sense. You have one uh, set when you complete, that's fine. Yeah, but over the course of a year, boards, you're going to end up with three sets. You don't, don't you see? It's just like, I don't know. You get into the middle of the pass and here's your free high stat armor. I'm not saying give people garbage, give people trash. I'm just saying 67 seems like a bit of a reach. You know, 55 to 59 seems totally fair. You can get some really great distribution on a 55 to a 59 that's equal to a 64 because it's just better distribution. You don't really need mobility on like a Titan, for example. So if they gut mobility, your 58 might be better than my 63 because it's got way too much mobility. Yeah, the first set's very, very low. The fir- the second set is above level 50, is higher. I don't see anything wrong with that. Well, Bungie just needs to make sense then for for the player. What What's their view of high stat armor? Because they said high stat armor is going to be an aspirational grind every season. They're going to they're gonna create that for you. But when I can grab a 67 chess piece from the battle, from the season pass, that seems to sort of grade against what they're saying. I get halfway through the season pass and you're giving me a 67 and then a 63. What are the rest of them? A 66 on the boots, 67 on the arms. 
Look at the mobility on that. 22. I mean, that's a that's a god roll. That is a god roll. You slap a recovery mod on there and you're done. Now, intellect and strength depends on the build you're going for, but that's a great that's a really good distribution. 52 is not even that bad. You get 52 down here. I mean, that's that's still that's not even that bad of a roll, truth be told. And if you're not going in, if and here's the other thing, if you're not going into like hardcore, you know, crucible trials, real competitive environments or grandmasters or raids, then those high stat rolls don't even make sense. Like they're, they're not even really, do you need high stats for the public space? You know, to me, to me, I feel like it just makes the most sense to say, if we're going to make high stat rogue armor and aspirational grind in the game, then it doesn't make it, it does not make any sense to give it away on the season pass. Not arguing you should get trash, but the season pass should probably be capped at 60 so that there's a clear difference between that and my raid gear, dungeon gear, or grandmaster gear. So. Um, next question from Darksider. Perks unlocked at the higher end mostly provide chances for season pass armor and weapons to drop from core content, which I feel should be given when you unlock the piece of gear. Do you think replacing them with other perks or making them drop once you unlock them improve upon the pass? I even forgot to put this in my uh, in my video. I forgot to put this in my video. Um, I don't think that, you know shared wisdom should even be in the game anymore that's another stupid thing from the season pass um but yeah i don't agree with this i don't um i'm on your side i mean i don't think they should be putting that kind of stuff on the season pass you got to hit level 70 or 80 or 90 or whatever the frick and then then you get these perks those perks should be attached to the recaster or the obelisks or whatever I don't think season activity based perks should be on the season pass because it's disjointed. It's disjointed. I suddenly care more about leveling up the season pass than the recaster or anything else. It creates a it creates like an internal dissonance in the game. One matters more than the other. Like in the example I gave where if you had to get level 99 on the season pass before before you did uh, one, you know, really one of the run raids, that kind of flips the game on its head. Suddenly, leveling up your season pass is more important and valuable than just running raids. That, like, that's backwards. Han Brolo, I feel like materials and XP bonuses are not really suitable as a reward and should be uh, built in for owning it. Do you feel that the D2 pass would be better going off the Fortnite route of offering more cosmetics and bright dust in its pass? See, this is when I think you're going to start stepping on the toes of folks like Avenger and Lightleap who were saying that stuff should be out in the world. I think it's in a nice, sweet spot. An armor set, and then you get the ornament for it that makes it look cooler, and then you get a couple, two legendary armor, two legendary weapon ornaments, and an ornament for the exotic, and then this time around there's a sparrow and a ghost. Right? That's it. If you crank that dial up and there's more cosmetics, there's more cool skins and ornaments and all this other stuff, that's when I'm going to switch teams and be like, no, I'm on Avenger and Lightleaf's team now. That stuff should be out in the game. The raid needs ornamentation and decorative vanity stuff attached to it. Trials needs that. Grandmaster needs that. You know? 
Now, if they do that, if they give the raid and trials and some of these more uh, aspirational, you know, areas of the game their own vanity items, then I think a lot of what we were debating about earlier kind of goes away. It's like, listen, you want your unique ornamental cool vanity grind? Boom, it's there. It's in the raid. If we continue to feel like the only way to look cool is to buy stuff or just get it on the season pass, I worry that that's, again, that's that internal dissonance. We want a loot hierarchy, right? We want weapons to be better in the raid. Shouldn't shouldn't there also be a, a ornamentation hierarchy where the farther up you go in the game, there's actually some really cool and dope stuff to... There's a cool sparrow, there's a cool ghost, cool shaders, emblems, ornaments for our, ornaments for our guns and our armor... There should be a hierarchy within the ornament. There should be a hierarchy within the vanity items as well, is what I'm trying to say. So if you take this and you go down this road, that's when I'm going to be like, no, see, now Avenger and Light Leap's criticism has more traction. Currently, I didn't think it had a lot of traction. I felt like, yeah, let's wait and see what they do in year four. But if they do this and they suddenly turn it into a Fortnite pass where it's a skin, ornament, skin, ornament, ghost, sparrow, ghost, sparrow, it's just dripping. It's just dripping with, uh, with, with cosmetics. Then I'd be like, no, they're right. This stuff should be out in the world cosmetic hierarchy well you know what i mean it shouldn't right now it feels backwards it's like all the cosmetics and all the ornamentations down here purchase it or earn it in the season pass so it's like okay and then the further up you go in the game grandmasters dungeons and a raid it's like there's nothing there's no vanity items up there it's it's like it's like the inverse of what it should be so Armor and weapon hierarchy is less subjective than cosmetics. Well, obviously, Ochi, that's true. Somebody might look at the raid cosmetics. Like, let's imagine I get my way, and there are raid co- there are raid cosmetics and vanity items. You might look at it and be like, "Those are ugly," and I might look at it and be like, "I think they're dope." Their 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 coolness is subjective, but at least there would be something there. Right now, there's nothing. Again, it's like the whole hierarchy's flipped on its head. Oh man, you want to look cool? It's all down here. You go run a raid and you're like, there's no vanity items up here. So, and this is where transmog could help as well because you might think a certain raid set is really awesome and then six months goes by and there's a dungeon and you think the dungeon armor sucks, but it's rolling with great stats or something. Well, then transmog will let you perpetuate your raid appearance because you think, oh no, the raid gear from Beyond Light's amazing. The coolness is subjective, but their presence has objective value. That's a great way of putting it, exactly. There's literally no ornamentation or vanity items in raids presently, and that just needs to change. LL Brood. I'm almost at level 300, and I would love to be able to hold down reset for X uh, for amount of glimmer. I'd be able to keep my bonuses at the bottom. This is a way that Bungie could put in less work to get more grind out because they don't have to make more items past 100. Yeah, we, we already touched on this, Brood. I, I touched on it in the video as well, letting you quote-unquote reset it, and then obviously certain items would just disappear. They're not going to give you an emblem again or a sparrow again. Like, those items would disappear. But there would be, I think, value in saying... Hey, your second time through, um, you're going to get... They could leave the Ascendant Shards, to be fair. 
Uh, but like 125 twisted energy instead of 250, one upgrade module instead of three, 4,000 glimmer instead of 8,000. Just chop it right down the middle. And every time you reset it, it's that same lower amount. It doesn't keep getting less, you know. Necro. I think Bungie should take off the planetary materials and replace them with seasonal currency. Uh, every reset, we should get plus 50 mats as a thank you for buying the season pass. Your thoughts on reset bonuses? I don't know why you're asking to pass go and collect $200. I don't know why why you're doing that. But as far as like replacing the planetary materials with the seasonal currency, um, I don't know if I'm against this. We just don't get very much of the currency anyway. So when I'm like on a planet and I'm getting like phase glass needles here or there, if that was suddenly supplanted by you know, this season there's the twisted stuff and then there's the altered element. So I'm getting altered element while I'm on IO instead of getting phase glass needles. Well, I mean, what? how how many phase glass needles do I actually get for, you know, an hour of time on IO? Probably not that much. So I don't know if this would, would be answering any problems or solving anything. It would just be getting rid of planetary mats so that you could get more altered element more regularly. I'm not necessarily against that. I felt like some of the currency felt a little choked this season. So more sources. You'd probably have to raise the payout then. Oh, you did a public event on IO? Yeah, here's 25 altered element. Instead of here's five phase glass needles or where you know wherever it is that you are. So I now the other thing where you're like, oh, every week I should get like some bonus materials or whatever. Like, I don't think there's a reason to really do that. I mean, we we talk about the game feeling like a mobile game. You don't want to do that thing where it's like, make sure you log in each week to get your stuff. It's kind of a gimmicky way to juice juice the player base numbers. You know, man, every Tuesday, holy moly, look how many people logged in, and then they don't log in for the rest of the week. You know, they just log in, get their free get their free cash, and bounce. So, I've never been a big fan of, of games that do that. Onalu says, what do, what do you think about implementing a prestige system for the season pass? Each time you prestige, chances of getting upgrade mats increases. Yeah, here again, um, uh, here again, we've, we've, we've touched on this. The, letting us prestige the pass, I think, is, uh, is a fair request. It's a fair request. We're going to have a slightly shorter Q&A today, and that's totally fine. I didn't think we were going to have a treasure trove of Q&A about it, because it's, it's a very it's a very sim- simple topic. Um, but again, we might have some pretty decent debate during VIP call-in. Bradley, as part uh, as a part-time no-life D2 player, I'm satisfied with the speed of the season pass progression. Players had the option to bypass levels for silver. How else could Bungie monetize season passes in a tasteful way? I don't think you want to add any more monetization to it. it you, you spend $10 and you get like a, you get activity and loot and a content loop and hopefully a little bit more in the future. And then alongside of that, you get a, you know, a season pass. Um, so I don't think you want to start monetizing it you know, any more than it already is. It, it, it already it already has like its own little internal system of like how fast it levels and if you can't level it up fast enough you can spend money you know i i think that that is it's it's already it's already probably functioning in a, in a good way i think they're probably making a lot of money from the a la carte seasonal model as well as the eververse 
Um, <clears throat> it feels to me that they're focusing on the reward to the broadest player base. They're focusing on making money. Uh, it'd be interesting to see how many new players they're retaining. Yeah, my my big thing that I've been saying, uh, Dad Not Good, is that year three was the year for the casual. They were trying to survive, and they know there's more casuals. A lot more of them would be purchasing season pass content if it was accessible, fun, and enjoyable, and that's what they shot for. There's a reason that most of the people that are really unhappy with year three, they're of the hardcore persuasion. I think that's I think there's a there's a consistency there and there's a good reason for it. They were not the target audience for year three. So you know, it, they, they were not the target audience. They're like, where's you know, where's the beef? You know, they didn't we they didn't bring it. What happens if they retain the model next year too? That's kind of where we were where where we were debating earlier, and I said that they want to refuel aspiration in year four. So instead of looking at it like this, they need to start robbing the casual side or the season pass side and the accessible side and start feeding us hardcore players. No, 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 no. Let this machine run. The season pass machine, the artifact passive leveling XP machine, you know, and the seasonal content and the accessibility of the loot, leave that alone. Leave it alone. Alongside of it can come this refueled aspiration, so both are coexisting. I don't we don't want another pendulum swing. Well, year three was for the casual, and year four is for the hardcore, and then and then casuals are miserable in year four. That just that's not what we want. We don't want to go down pendulum swing anymore. So year four, my the, the, the biggest question mark I have, it's a big question mark, is what's the what's the hardcore endgame experience going to be like? And there's so much attached to that. What's the aspirational loot going to look like? What's the gun perk pool going to look like? What's the gun system going to look like? Is that getting an update? What, what is all this going to look like going forward? So when they're solving for X, refueling aspiration, okay, how is that going to be solved in year four remains to be seen. I don't think we solve for X by destroying Y. I think you just leave you just leave the existing systems and season pass and all of that. Just let that be. That's a machine that can jumpstart every three months with a new season pass, a front-heavy delivery of dope-looking stuff, a real basic content loop with some new loot in it, and update your whirlpool through the umbrals. Boom, ship it. And then that's the that's your accessible entrance point for the casuals or maybe the newer players. And then on top of it, we need that hardcore playground. Grandmasters need tons of work. The raid better have, you know, really good loot and some and some longevity, thoughtfulness, maybe a dungeon. You know, Trials is asking for adept weaponry. These are all things that are going to exist uh, at the top. I picture it like a storefront. Bungie created a really great storefront with the season pass and, and the model that they have. These are really shiny things. The windows are nice and clean. You come in and it's real bright. You got you got bright flashing lights. Okay? It's a great storefront. We, on the other hand, want to go up to the second and third floor of the store and have stuff be there. Right now, once you go up to the second and third floor, there's not a lot up there. There's not a lot going on. So what I think they can do 
is they just quit they just keep rotating and repainting and and cleaning those windows and putting up those new for sale signs and those new flashy lights you just keep updating that season pass with 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 pretty things and a nice little content loop like contact public event and a nice little loop pool you just keep doing that and then start investing in those upper floors i think it all can coexist we, we, we've been too womb, womb, womb. It's like Destiny 2 year one. Holy moly, crazy casual. Right? Super, super casual. Womb, swing back year two. Forsaken. Leveling sucks. Infusion is hard. You know, day one, you can't even run the forge and black armory. Reckoning. Literally creating the gun you want with the chalice in the menagerie like year two was way more way more catered to the hardcore and then you land in year three and the pendulum swings back they soften up the leveling they soften up infusion loot delivery is far more directional and transactional we're getting all of our loot from a machine there is no hardcore pursuit or grind the raid doesn't even have anything really worth writing home about the freaking dungeon has base stat 48 armor dropping at the end oh it's fully masterwork like what is happening like we gotta stop the pendulum swing and I think the pendulum swang in year 3 because they had to focus on casuals to survive so Good discussion. A little bit shorter Q&A today. We're going to transition over to the VIP call-ins. If you want to smash the like button, please do that if you're watching live right now. If you're listening elsewhere, you can always catch me live at saynotorage.com. Brings you to the YouTube channel. Hitting subscribe and the bell button is free, and that does help me out if you want to support me directly by clicking join or going to the Patreon. Those are great ways to support me as well. As always, if you're listening or watching in the other locations, please like, share, and subscribe. Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be the VIP call-in session that happened after my review of the season pass. It wasn't a review of like the season pass this season, but as the season pass as a whole. If you want to listen to this uh, live, you can always go to saynotorage.com or you can find this podcast on basically any podcast platform. Just look for SNTR Presents. And you can always go to sntrpresents.com to become a Patreon of the, of the podcast and support me directly. The same tiers of support exist on YouTube. If you'd prefer to do it there, just click the join button on YouTube. We are uh, we actually have a lot of people calling in. We did have some disagreement before Q&A about the role of the season pass in the game. I'm going to start with Avenger. He was one of the people that doesn't think very fondly of the season pass, thinks it's bad for the game. What do you want to talk about today, sir? Yeah, so um, you know, I this core issue and I think we talked about it before where it's, it's been a core issue in D2, especially since Vanilla. When Vanilla you were able to walk into a public event and that's the best way to get exotics. And, you know, when you have quests like, you know, Thunderlord and um, something like the Sleeper where they're a lot easier. And then you evolve onto that. And I, I do agree with the sentiment that I think that year two was too hardcore focused. But in the same sense, I feel like this year is too casual focused. You know, we're getting these extreme one way, extreme other tone deaf kind of kind of like, oh, well. You said you wanted the Sparrow wasn't good, so let's just nix it all. You know, they go one way mm-hmm. or they go the other. When we're talking about 
um, going into the season pass and the season pass model I hated since the beginning. The whole reason is why did you why are you gonna give me content in an XP area? Then why not put it into the world? Why not if I'm doing Vex offensive? Why don't I do Vex offensive? to get some of these armor sets why don't i and solely get those armor sets why don't i do vex offensive to try and get these ornaments why don't i do vex offensive why don't i kill the undying mind to try and get that cool sparrow or try and get that cool ship or even try and get that cool emo maybe if i do vex offensive a certain amount of times with the undying mind there i get that emo you know etc etc there's a lot of different things that you could implement it instead of having this content be tied to the season pass have the content be content the season pass doesn't feel like content. It feels like a checklist of things that we're hitting. And it doesn't have to be add all of this hardcore stuff. Put it down to the casual level. Make it so the content I'm getting is content that I'm doing. I have to play the game to get the content. I don't have to go and do my weekly bounties and go through the same content that people are even complaining that there's leveling. You know, if you're if you're upgrading your battle pass, you're going to be doing bounties and your bounties have to be through all of the content they should implement these systems into the game and make it content that's that's kind of where i'm hitting at well and i think my concern would be that i don't disagree with the principle of putting more stuff out into the world i think the concern would be is the seasonal model doesn't support that much being tied to it essentially what it would mean is everything's tied to sundial or everything's tied to the recaster or contact public event so all those rewards are no longer attached to just like an xp grind where you kind of get it as long as you're playing you're suddenly funneling everybody into a circle that's already pretty small sundial was a pretty small content loop and you know contact public event and the recaster are in a similar sort of vein where you level something up you get to kind of pick your rewards so i don't this is why i don't think the season pass would suddenly lead to a significantly more substantive season. If I gave you, you know, when they have those, you know, those those shopping spree game shows where it's like, yeah, go get as much as you want and let's see what you come back with in your shopping cart. If I gave you the shopping spree ability to take this season pass and distribute all this stuff out in the game world, I don't know if seasons have enough stuff to really make it suddenly feel like oh man there was so much more in that season it's you know it's basically two armor sets and exotic and a couple of cosmetic items because the weapons were in the recaster so you can't really count those those were a part of the seasonal loop you just had to kind of get them first which i kind of thought that was stupid anyway but it's essentially an armor set there's an ornamental version of it. it's a little bit that's that's, that's that's arguably cooler and then an exotic and a couple of cosmetic items if I let you pepper those and sprinkle those throughout the game, I don't know if we suddenly land on like, oh man, this season is so much better. I think the season the season pass serves a greater good of keeping casuals and mid lanes happy and logging in, and we should be asking for something far better, which is more dungeons like Prophecy, more, and obviously we want loot hierarchy, because the Prophecy dungeon's main grind is high stat roll. Um... So that's why when you guys were really hammering on the season pass, I was like, whoa, 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 let's not pendulum swing here. Leave that. It's a machine that runs well. It keeps casuals and mid lanes happy. And if you can keep them happy, as I paralleled it to trials when we were debating, I said, listen, if if you make trials gear really accessible through the tokens and bounties and you keep the casuals happy, 
you're you're well in your right to make the adept weapons you know look dope make them good make them you know best in class or standout or whatever and i think we know that works because before rise of iron that was essentially the system you keep the casuals in the mid lanes happy with accessibility and then you're well in your right to create that loot hierarchy without people losing their you know losing their minds because that is a concern that we have for year four that the mid lanes are going to feel like there's a shift in focus and suddenly all the cool stuff's in raids dungeons grandmasters and trials and they're left out in the cold i kind of think the season pass just a really really good undercurrent of just play the game and get dope stuff it keeps those people happy i don't think we get as much of a value Uh, the net value of me letting you take all those items and pepper them out in the world i don't think that net value is as big as keeping that huge portion of the community happy every three months and I never, I never expected to do that, honestly. I, but like, like we were talking about how it's a sickness, curing that symptom. It's the season pass, you know, the, the loot issue, uh, aspiration, all of that stuff. That's the sickness. That's the the difficulty. All of the issues we have with the game. That's the sickness we have. The season pass is a symptom of that, and it's a major symptom. If we take that fix it that way we're not just applying that to the casuals and the mid lanes keeping them there but apply it to that make them in the game more and then also give a little bit more to the hardcores it's not going to instantly make the season you know drastically better but it's going to increase the morale of players it's going to give people a reason to play the game more not just the casuals in the mid lanes but the hardcores will have to focus their target grind somewhere else and not just sitting in the lost sector hitting their bounties 24 7 this also helps with the symptom of the bounties this this moves away from that bounty system i mean you still have the artifact and the power but moving away things like locking the fallen guillotine behind rank 30 you can still grind it but after rank 30 but it's still locked behind level 30 you can't get a falling guillotine you can't get a cold denial until you unlock it on the season pass it is still locking it behind the season pass and instead of doing that make it so it's something along the lines of you have to do contact until you get that to drop and then you can go do the the umbral thing to or the umbral engrams and the umbral focuses to get that weapon yeah that's something you put it in the game don't make it into the season pass and you can still have something where 500 uh thousand experience gets you the mnemonic engram you can still do that uh aspect of it but for it to solely be behind something that's just oh i'm gonna do bounties to get my season pass so i can get this op sword to then do the content right even outside of that when you're talking about exotics and you know we talk about how exotics were easy to get you know thunderlord sleeper but at least you had to go into the world and do something instead of just log in and click a button oh look here's my gun it would be it would have been so much better if symmetry was from the heroic version it was a rare drop from heroic version because heroic version wasn't too difficult it was set there perfectly fine it was a good lane it was a good thing and it gave it wasn't anything it was what mid laners could do it was something that mid laners could easily do set it up so they could focus on that and they say well maybe i want to do this so i can try and get my symmetry this time and it would focus their directive towards that it would be making them play the game more the issue is and we've stated this before there's not enough world drops and we're in the uis and towers so much and maybe this isn't the core issue maybe this isn't the sole issue of it 
but fixing this and moving it more towards a content structure instead of a UI system that I just hit my checkboxes, to me, and obviously I think Light Leap and a few other people would agree that it would genuinely make the morale of the player base, the hardcores and the casuals. I think the casuals would enjoy it more. It'd make them feel more rewarded for playing the game instead of doing contact and getting an umbral engram that has no meaning to you. You know, you, you hit it and it, you don't you probably even get the right roll because they only are getting one or two a day in their play session. But if they get the loot drop there and then they can say, well, I got this umbral engram. Now I'm going to try and get this, try and get this gun. You know, maybe I can get a better roll on it this time. It, it adds more directive towards it. Well, and what you're doing is is echoing what we said the other day about we need more world drops. You're critiquing umbrals and you're critiquing, critiquing contact at that point. I this is why I don't think, you know, you say it's a symptom. You know, we, we we basically said the season pass is basically a symptom of the sickness. But sometimes if you if you treat a symptom, you're that's where I think the pendulum swing comes from. I I think you're going to cause more disruption and irritation if you start swinging at the season pass. I think if you reverse the umbral ingram experience to where the things were dropping out in the world, that's exactly right. Casuals would be playing contact public event, they'd see an umbral, they'd grab it and it would like give them you know an item and then it would you know then it would obviously direct them and say hey if you want to change whatever this is you can you can level up the recaster and you can dictate what your drops from the umbral are going to trend toward or they're going to focus toward here's currency to spend to focus it or whatever again we talked about reversing the umbral process so they're dropping out in the wild i i agree with that i think the minute you start putting it out in the world and attaching it to the you start attaching it to the actual events and the content loops that is better for everybody and I think we can get there without messing with or or setting our sights on the season pass I feel like I feel like the season pass is this great easy value injection people spend ten dollars and they just get stuff for playing and I think that's very important in a game like Destiny like you want those players here you want them feeling that sense of I just get stuff as long as I'm playing and then the rest of us want to go further than that we don't want to be going to the tower to get our god rolls we want them dropping in the events we want better loot in a raid or a dungeon or flawless trials and so I, I think this is why I said it's a symptom because I think do you remember when I forget what event it was it might have been Guardian Games before we knew how bad Guardian Games was going to turn out the minute Guardian Games landed everyone was furious because it was more bounties and I was like guys we, we know year three is going to be a bounty fest like they've made that clear Luke Smith said they're looking at changing that in year four but because people were so sick of bounties the minute a bounty showed up they just they just wanted to almost like yell at it like I'm so sick of bounties and I think what happens with the season pass is um the minute you go and click on it or finish it or you're done with it or whatever it just feels like another menu that spits out loot and it's again it's more of the same and if the if if 90% of this game was not get your god rolls in the tower I don't think people would give a rip I don't think you guys would be setting your sights on the season pass at all you'd be out in the world chasing stuff you'd be grinding for god rolls or you'd be trying to get a, a good standout gun from the raid or something yo afro samurai what's good my man um, is steam crow here steam crow tipped me $5 twice and I didn't see it it was during our big rant and I was reading a lot of discord chat about the quote unquote survivors uh 
I, he tipped me five dollars twice. I'm so sorry I missed it. I saw quads five spot, um, but I'm I feel bad. You're here. I'm sorry about that, dude. I we were we were in the thick of it, and this scene doesn't have alerts. So, um, not to derail what I was saying. I I think if it was if ninety percent of this game was scratching your loot pursuit itch. I don't think you'd have a rip of care about the season pass. In the same token, I don't think Trials players would give a rip about how generous Bungie is with the Trials gear if you have adept weapons in the Flawless chest. I I think it, as long as you're satisfied, you don't care about all that anymore because you're getting what, what really scratches your itch. Yeah, I can see that to some point, but when you said value injection, it's easy value injection. I am we have had value injections for all of destiny we've had value injections for all of the content that we're getting but the value injection why are we settling for less this is something you said i think it might have been yesterday why are we settling for less why is it not in these things why is it just well we don't have to make it in a drop pool we can just throw it into rain we can just throw it into a rank up system and be done with it and make it tied to xp why are we settling for them to just do that my value should be in the gameplay, not the UI. My value, I know what what I'm buying. I'm buying a game where I shoot stuff and get loot. But when a good amount of the armor this season, I think looks great. The armor in season of Dawn look great. I, I actually think all the armor sets look really good for the ornaments. I think the ornaments for the guns look really great. You get exotic weapons in there. I feel like you're undershooting how much how quality the content is in there even though it's little it's still quality content why is it in a ui system why is it in there i am buying the game for looting and shooting and getting that loot but i'm not shooting and looting to get Mm -hmm. the loot i'm going in completing bounties in a lost sector until i get that loot it doesn't feel it's so gameplay disrupting to have that be my core concept of it even as a casual player i have people getting into the game now i have my one my old college roommate it's like yeah i just started playing destiny i was like how do you like it he goes it feels cool and i was like okay well what what stuff do you like he's like oh i haven't done a raid yet i've been doing strikes he goes i kind of wish more more loot was in the strikes because i just feel like i'm getting you know blue stuff and i've been scrapping he's like a 1040 something power and i was like okay he goes the best stuff i got was from the season pass and i said well would you rather have stuff in the season pass he said well, yeah, he goes, I haven't done raids yet, so probably the raid loot's better, but I would rather have the sword drop from a thing. And this, this is funny because we talked about this like last week too. Um, he's like, I, I feel like I have to go do, a, um, he's like, oh, I have to feel like I have to do go do a bunch of events. I didn't tell him about the XP thing for bounties, but he's like, I have to go do a bunch of things to get a cool sword instead of just doing one thing to get the sword or like having a focus thing. I have to do all these other things. I was like, well, just do bounties, you know, weekly bounties. He's like, oh, okay, cool. And he does the weekly bounties, but then I'm making him do all of the other content, which is the same issue we have with leveling. You're making them do all the other content to get the most bang out of their buck. The value of it should be from playing the game, not from going into a UI, being forced to do systems and bounties to get the most bang for your buck. And even then it should be from playing the game. Right, but I mean... There's a there's a bit of a contradiction here though too because you're like well he had to go and run all these old pieces of content to level I mean like that's why I said earlier I would be worried if you suddenly shoved all this stuff into the sundial or into content uh, into contact 
you're you're putting it in a really really narrow circle it's a, it's a very very small pool it's a little kiddie pool right that the seasonal content i don't think is bigger or broad enough to have everything from the season pass suddenly shoved out into it because then we would basically play only sundial for three months and that would get really really boring like i know we hate leveling because it's rng based but i don't think we can get away from the fact that you kind of are going to need to go through and run old circles and old pieces of content because if not all you're ever going to do imagine if this season all you had to do was the recaster and contact public event and that was it you could get everything from there the ornaments the ghosts the sparrows everything from the season pass from contact dude you would be so sick of that after a couple of weeks it'd be the only thing you're doing no strikes needed no crucible no gambit no nothing and i think there's a happy medium where we are using some of the old pieces and some of the new pieces and obviously bounties need toned down uh they're 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 way too central I think by and large, year three is was a get-by year. And the question we all should be asking is, what are you going to do to feed those upper those upper shelves? Like I used the storefront analogy earlier. I think that the season pass is like a bright, shiny storefront. They can change the lights and some of the signage, and it's real clear and crisp. Oh, for 10 bucks, I get all that dope stuff. Sweet. We want to go up to floor two and three of the store, and there's not much up there. I, I don't think we have to mess with the storefront and the pretty things and the glittery things on the season pass. I think we really, really just want to see proper loot incentivization for grandmasters a you know really really good raid gear a dungeon and then that's essentially all they're going to really be able to give us i mean we got to be reasonable here i don't think uh, well this is another reason i hammer away at, at, at difficulty spectrum you could take your seasonal content like sundial and get more depth out of it for people like us that want to go up to the harder difficulty and get the better versions of loot and again you're get when you do that you're free and clear you are free and clear to give people stuff in the season pass and make certain things accessible and certain things easy um I don't know. I feel like we've really we've really nailed the problem with year 3, but I don't think the solution in year 4 is to jettison everything from year 3 because there's elements of year 3 that has worked really really well for a lot of the player base and we can't jettison those things cuz that we're getting right back to pendulum swing destiny where one year is dramatically different from the next i think you keep these bottom rungs running and start investing on the top rungs i think that's the answer this is why i always push back on guys like you and lightly get very passionate and you state your case very strongly and i think sometimes you guys go so far as i'm like this is what we've been doing for five years we don't want to do that overreaction and end up in a year where well year four sucks for casuals they changed all these systems and everything's longer harder grindy it's more grindy it's more quest oriented it's more tedious and then we're happy you know because everything is 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 catered you know kind of toward us i think there's a i think there's a happy medium here and i think it's it's probably found in the way of these lower machines. You just kind of let them run and you update them. This is one of the reasons I've been so very strongly arguing for one weapon a season for the Vanguard, one weapon a season for the Crucible, because that's I think that's good enough for most of the people. 
that kind of hang out in those circles and then that would leave more loot distribution to be handled for grandmasters dungeons raids and adept trials because you 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 can't feed the bottom rung too much but you also can't starve them there's a there's got to be a pretty good uh, progression of distribution here. I, if, if, if the people at the bottom feel like they can't do anything, which is what happened in year two, you know, I'm not even strong enough to run the forges, or I fell behind on leveling, this sucks, or it takes too long to get drops from the reckoning, or, you know, grinding a menagerie with, you know, with, with not a super polished team, it was a lot slower for them. It was very much not catered for the for casuals. Year two was very more uh, grindy and hardcore oriented, very god roll pursuit oriented. Um... I would say that we've... I don't think we've completely pivoted away from hardcores totally. That was another point I wanted to make to you guys that we had during the debate. I think we're in year three, and I think hardcores are forgetting. You guys, We did get a pretty good amount of stuff. We got a garden, Garden of Salvation raid. Now, obviously, we can talk about loot quality, but we got the Garden of Salvation raid. You needed to run that to get the Divinity, one of the best exotics in the game right now. You had to run the dungeon to get the Xeno, and the dungeon was pretty dope. They had a solo flawless thing for dungeon. That was really, that was that nut. That stuff is not created for casuals. Then you had uh, another dungeon that they did this summer that is not created for casuals. It's a high stat roll grind. The armor's unique, can't be gotten anywhere else. They yanked that out of the Eververse. I actually feel like hardcore players have gotten a decent amount in year three. It's not enough. You know, Luke Smith admitted the aspiration's not there, but I don't think you guys have been as starved as sometimes that you make it. I think sometimes the the hardcore drought, I think it's a little exaggerated for year three. I feel like it actually has been pretty good. Master Nightmare Hunt time trials were not made for casuals either. Um... How many boring raid layers did we get till we finally got a good raid? Well, I mean, that's all subjective, though, because some people think Leviathan's great. I think it's awful. Some people think, I mean, Last Wish was phenomenal. If you don't, if you don't cheese Riven, it's a great raid. Last Wish, best raid. But again, the loot, like, why am I going to run it? It's, you know, other than 1K, other than 1K. So I think we are actually on a better path for the game being more balanced and refined and not so we're robbing Peter to pay Paul. We're robbing the casuals to feed the hardcores. Like, I don't think we're on that pivot anymore. I think year three has been like about a 70-30 split. About 70% of the game has been far more sort of structured for casuals and 30%'s been for hardcore. We want to see it be more of a 60-40 split. I I think you're always going to see more content and more things catered to casuals just because that's how these games work. They can't make six raids a season. They can't, you know, they can't disproportionately distribute content. So I think it's going to be more 60-40 split, hopefully. I just think it's been more 70-30, 75-25. Like, you as a hardcore player felt like, man, every season there's maybe one or two things to focus on, but most of it's not been for us. I and to step away from the whole hardcore and like for me this whole applying the system that I'm at least thinking about in to the seasonal content isn't focusing more on hardcore isn't focusing more on casuals isn't going towards that you have and, and you said how how are we going to fit you know all that stuff into an already small content with the seasonal content you know, Sunday how are we going to fit all that stuff in there right there's a, as you said there's already a small amount in there we, you could tie it to triumphs. You can try it, tie it to challenges. You can tie that stuff in. There's already, as you said, there's already a small amount in there. You can, you can easily apply this stuff into it. You know, there's not, there's not much saying. Okay, well, you know, do this special challenge for the final boss on heroic, 
in during this week like i think it was the void one where he trapped you in there um maybe you know no one dies in there oh cool you get this ornament this helmet ornament and then you do, there's different ways that you can apply this where you add content to it where you're not um focusing solely on the hardcore but you're not focusing solely on the casuals you know you say that there needs to be a balance and i do agree you know i think i think year two was far far too hardcore i think forges really pushed people away from the game gambit prime was just and reckoning was just something else and then opulence i I don't think was as hardcore but it still was hardcore to a sense and I, i i do agree with that i do agree with that sentiment i think it was way too hardcore um as well as this year i think this year was way too casual i think the exotic quests were lacking i think a lot of the exotics were too niche and i think that a lot of the content was tied behind the season pass i think a lot of the good content at least um you know there's there's the dungeon um there were some cool sundial weapons here and there um season the worthy had some all right things but i was i was playing these seasons to get the rank 92 to hope to god i get the good god roll like you said the they need to take content and they need to not apply it to the storefront mentality like you say okay well you know this is what people see the big shiny thing in the front window you know this is what we want to look at don't make that the season pass make that oh if you run this event if you pay this content if you pay for this content you can get this sick armor set or if you pay this money you get these sick weapons don't make it well if you pay this money and then go xp and bounty grind for a few hours every every week you can get this armor set say no if you go kill this boss you get that cool weapon or if you do this a few times you can get that cool armor set have that be the storefront. Don't make the season pass a lazy and easy system for uh, value injection and move that to the content. Don't make the storefront be that. Th- no, that's- but see, this is where this is where I disagree with you and lightly. They, I said there are a bunch of people in the game that wear pink hats, okay? And that's what this is designed for. There's a type of player, and it's not... So I think you guys think, like, oh, they're making this, and it's, like, it's bad for the game. Like, Lightly was, like, it's going to attract, like, mobile game players. And I'm like, they're already here. The, the season pass is structured and marketed in a way it's speaking to people that play this game like I, that's why I think we're as a hardcore player or as a more committed player or a player who plays more often I think you guys are focusing way too much on it it's doing its job like we want tons of those players to come in I don't think I don't think Bungie misfired here I think they know their audience I think they know this gets people in it keeps them playing it keeps the numbers strong so matchmaking is good the, the wheels are greased there's people in the world there's people at the event there's people in the strike funnel I don't know. I, I think they know their audience. I think you're in the 10% and you're trying to ask for there to be a restructuring of the marketing. Like put it in the put it in the content, make them grind for it. I mean, 70% of the loot you can get this season, you do have to go grind the content. You don't you got to go get umbrals and you got to go do uh the contact public event. There's literally an exotic and sort of like and some cosmetic items and essentially two armor sets in the season pass that's it like it's not bursting at the seams with dope stuff i just i think they know their audience um so i'll let you have the last word because we got to move on we're, we're running at 28 minutes and we got yeah. a lot of people trying to call in so i'll let you have the last word before i go to the next person yeah thank you it's just i and i i agree with the sentiment um how you know it's they have that audience for me 
I'm, I'm I don't want to look I'm not looking at it to increase the hardcore that's the thing I don't want I don't want it to increase the hardcore grind I don't think it will much it'll be oh I'm gonna log instead of logging in and doing bounties it would be I'm gonna log in and do this con I'm gonna do this content for a little longer it's not gonna change the amount of time it's gonna take to get it it's not gonna be this epic grind and you know hardcore is gonna be like this season's amazing now, I, that's not the thing I'm looking at I'm looking at it to it make it so players play the game more and that's really all I was looking at it with this I wasn't trying to make it crazy grind so um and i do agree with the sentiment that you know they have this audience they have the audience of pink hats so um i, I just feel like there's better ways to go about it than the season packs okay all right well that was good that was uh about a little 30 minute back and forth there so thanks for calling in avenger Come. i am coming to you agent atwood you requested to go second what do you want to talk about sir Okay, so what I wanted to talk about is is that my main issue with the seasons is the fact that you look at season of the Undying and how slow the grind was, but then you look at the current season, um, season of Rivals, and how it is so easy to get to rank 100, and it's almost too easy. Like anybody can do it in about two weeks if given time. So you feel like there's a big difference between you? You felt like it took you longer to get the season pass completed in Undying. Yes, because it's just with the system they have in place now with the Umbral Engrams, it is so easy to level up with that gear that it's it's almost. I mean, it's too easy in my opinion. And uh, you look at Undying, and it, there's a big difference in how easy it is to level up. When you say level up, you mean my light level or the season pass level? Which are you season talking about? Season pass rank. The season pass rank. Oh. Um, I actually, I don't know if the umbral, I, I, am I missing a, a mechanic here, chat? Do the umbrals, are, is there something making the season pass level faster now than it did in Undying? I mean, I, 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 could, I could be forgetting something. I actually don't think it levels any faster now. I wonder if... Maybe it's a greater... I, I bet you what it is. You're doing more bounties probably because of the recaster, and so you're leveling it up faster. Um, that might be why you feel like it's leveling faster. I don't think it's actually any faster. Now, you could level your player a little bit quicker in the beginning of the season because the Umbrals were rewarding powerful armor pieces. That was a mistake that they fixed. I think it's... I actually don't think you're leveling faster. I just think there's more bounties. I think because of the recaster... If you really stack up on bounties in a given week, you probably are leveling quicker than you did on dying. And they're supposed to be looking at that in year four. The XP distribution is extremely slanted toward bounties. So if you really, really stack bounties, I remember the one day I leveled up my season pass. I think it moved three or four, maybe five levels. And I just, it was all bounties. Um, that is supposed to change going forward. Now, obviously, they need to be careful. You don't want if if most of the community gets to the end of a season and they don't get to level 100, that's going to be a pretty big frustration for folks. I think that hitting 100 is actually supposed to happen and, and be relatively easy because you want people feeling that they got value out of the season. So I actually, and this is very in line with some of the stuff Avenger was talking about. I don't think the season pass is ever going to feel slow or kind of hardcore. It's really meant to be super casual. It's it's and it keep in mind. It came along with the artifact that gives you just bonus level for playing. You just level, you get bonus level from XP right now just by playing. Both the artifact and the season pass 
I think are targeting casual players because I think there is a ton of them and if you can keep them happy and purchasing that can kind of subsidize the rest of the game and then maybe we can start to feel like our side of the game gets a little bit more robust and full with dungeons and and grandmaster nightfall loot incentive because there currently really isn't any a raid you know adept trials weapons um but i would never think they're going to slow down the season pass leveling i think it's probably right where they want it because they want folks hitting max well another thing i'm noticing is if starting i think it started with the dawn but either dawn or, or worthy but undying it did not have the 100,000 XP to rank up. You look at Season of the Dawn, and it started doing where it would take 100,000 or so XP to level up, whereas in Undying, it wasn't even that much. And it's to which that made me help notice that it's still going a little bit faster because there's more XP required to level up. Yeah, I don't know. I actually would have to verify that. I don't know if that's true or not, if, if they're actually required more to level up back then. Um, maybe we're also just better about knowing to have an XP bonus ghost and to do uh, the, what is it, the shared wisdom. Maybe that's helping. Um, Wheezy's saying it's always been 100k. Yeah, I think I think we're better at leveling because we understand shared wisdom and the ghosts that give you the XP bonus, and I think there's just way more bounties. I would be interested to see how many bounties on average you completed in Undying and how many you're completing now by the sheer nature of there's just a lot more quantity of them, especially right now, too. I mean, you're grabbing those uh, bounties for the event. I mean, I remember, I think the fastest I ever leveled my artifact and the season pass was during the dawning because they had all those extra bounties all of a sudden. I was grabbing them, and they were really easy to do. So I think this feels like a bounty situation. Um, they flatten the curve on the artifact level. That's right. They fiddle with the artifact, but not not the season pass. So this is and supposed we'll- to be fixed in year four, though. XP distribution is really, really out of whack right now. Yeah, and I think of all the things, mostly, is that you look at... Um- undying and yes while there were the activities there were hardly any extra bounties but then you look at the season now and there are so many more bounties to do making it so much easier to level up and most people were complaining about the bounty grind and i think that they went too far because Mm -hmm. they've added an unbelievably amount of bounties to the point where you know it's just too easy to level up and I think that's why people are saying it's a little bit too easy is that like Bungie they don't know the middle in between too many and too little amount of bounties yeah yeah I agree I think bounties just need revamped in general they, they don't they don't know when to stop giving us bounties yeah I do think there's some good pushback in the discord chat though that people should be able to finish the season pass at a reasonable clip so they can kind of enjoy the the, the benefits like if everybody's ending their season pass at the end of the season and then they jump right into another season pass they don't ever get to, to like enjoy the rewards they're suddenly right back on another treadmill of a season pass I so I, I do think it's probably pretty reasonable again though to have it be a pretty quick and pretty fast uh, process I don't I don't think the season pass needs to be slow because it's not designed to be 
rewards that are you know held at arm's length it's it's really supposed to be a pretty casual uh, endeavor so yeah i think the biggest thing and another thing is like you look at fortnite battle pass and you know in order to level that up you just play matches or you do the weekly challenges whereas with destiny there's so much more to do with that where i believe if they would just do it kind of like how epic does with their games where it's you play the matches you get the challenges and you level up a certain amount and i think that might help players or even out the playing field yeah yeah i agree they could probably borrow some ideas there as well like daily things you know that that keep things fresh and rotating yeah that's all i mean that's all i wanted to say so Okay, good thoughts, Agent Atwood. Thanks for calling in. Gonna remute you. Guys, make sure whenever I remute you to remute yourself because the other people here in Discord might still be able to hear you if you don't mute your microphone. So anytime you're done talking with me, uh, remember to remute yourself. I am gonna just come right down to Chad. Uh, I'm gonna unmute you and let you... uh, Whoops, hang on, it moved. I'm gonna let you take the reins here, sir. What would you like to talk about or discuss um, Chad, if you're there, you'll need to unmute yourself and uh, let us hear what it is that's on your mind. He may have stepped away. We're doing VIP a little late in the afternoon today and uh, went a little, not not unsurprising there, went a little long with Avenger. All right, I'm just going to remute and move down to Matt. Matt Ben H. You are next. Hey. There you go. What you got? So, uh, I love this community. I'm glad I found you. I've made some really good friends. I've, I've joined a clan. I've completed my first raids. But I took a little offense to chat earlier, and maybe I'm off topic, but I've played since Destiny 1, and I would log in every couple days, look at the director, and be like, all right, what will give me a good drop today? Oh, oh, strikes. Okay, what color does my super need to be? Oh, okay, blue today. And I run my three strikes and I run them and I listen to the NPCs and I enjoy the story. And then, you know, some people would run ahead straight to the boss and pull me to the end. And that's not how I like to play the game. And I just kind of took offense in the sense of like, we all play the game different and we all enjoy it. I don't see why me as a casual should quit the game just because I don't play only raids hardcore and all of the strike type playlist stuff is crap. And I just. I just kind of wanted to point that out like there's so many different ways to play the game and i'm very happy with the way destiny is the way it works i get my yellow drops occasionally i get some cool purples and i play every couple days so that's all that's all i had to say sorry if it's off topic no i think it's on topic i i know lightly dialed it back a little bit he he said that you know those people shouldn't be playing destiny i I think his intention was that if people don't want to go out and pursue loot if they're looking for more of a mobile game you know that's not really how destiny is designed um and i do and he he walked that back and clarified he wasn't trying to tell people to like stop playing the game but i do think sometimes when this discussion comes up it does become clear that there are folks who do play as you say they play their own way they play differently and they don't want to suddenly have their side of the game starved or ransacked to suddenly have the other side, you know, get fed. And I think that 
that's why a lot of the times in these in, especially in this discussion today I did my best to pump the brakes and say listen don't aim at the season pass leave it alone like leave the casual rung on the ladder leave it alone like start feeding the top but don't mess with the bottom because I think the bottom's in a great place right now it's easy to jump in if the leveling gets more streamlined and smoothed out in year 4 because I think it needs to then I think the casual accessible experience will be in a wonderful spot and then the rest of us just need to be given difficulty spectrum loot hierarchy really good investment grinds and pursuits for god rolls and things like i think that's really what we pine for and so that's why that debate earlier gets get people get fired up because they're passionate about their side of the game i mean i, I would i would just i would never play the game this long you know in its life and listen to the NPCs and care about taking the time to kill everything because I'm just a different type of player I just want to run through loop it drop it run through loop it drop it like that's just what I love to do um and obviously obviously along the way I'm shooting the enemies and having fun using my super and different burns and builds effectively but I do think that the, the way forward for destiny is what I've always really hammered on is spectrum. If you can keep the spectrum of player happy, you've won the you've won the video game lottery because it's so difficult to keep casuals hardcores. There's people in the middle, they're debating it in Discord right now. There's casual hardcores. They're a hardcore player in their heart of hearts. They love raiding in dungeons, but they're a new mom or dad or they got to work a double and so they can only play so many hours and so their their time investment's a little more casual, but man, in their spirit and in their commitment and passion, they love this game and they're hardcore. So, there's a wide, wide variety of players and if Bungie can continue to fine-tune the game so the casual Carls and the hardcore Harrys can all be happy like i said i think they've won the video game lottery i do feel like we're on a better path of refinement and not that pendulum swing we've experienced year to year and i'm hopeful that in year four it'll be very abundantly clear they've really kind of nailed a good formula that helps everyone along the spectrum feel like they get they get a seat at the table so cool yeah i didn't have much more to add i appreciate it Okay, good thoughts. I'm going to move on to... I think what we're going to do is go Rexus, and then we're ending with Light Leap. I know Gilly might try to loop back in. I think Gilly had to step away. So I'm coming to you, Rexus. What would you like to talk about today? Uh, Rexus told me to say Light Leap. Uh, go screw yourself sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so, sorry, it was a friend. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Yeah, the Swiss, the Swiss German and the German are yeah. fighting right now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he ain't totally wrong though. I think with me it's a whole other, uh, a whole other level. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, first of all, uh, I think uh, what we kind, what was kind of missed there in the large discussion. Uh, I wanted to jump in to just basically say mostly that I think there needs to there needs to be a line that or rather there needs to be balance. There doesn't like if if every exotic is really hard to get, none of the casual all the casual players will jump off because oh hey I can't really get any exotics woo, and I'm getting pummeled in PvP or I can't even join any high end PVE activity not even mentioning that the exotics are fun uh which you would be missing out if they're too hard if all the exotics are hard to get 
no one will really like the casual players will just say no every exotic is too much work but if you give them some uh mm -hmm. they might say oh hey that hard to get exotics i mean we had stuff like uh, outbreak we had things like uh we have all the raid exotics uh we have we have uh, uh what was it called legend of acrius which you have to had to enhance to even properly mm -hmm. use there is this spectrum there is there are many different like th there's this spectrum of how hard a gun is to get and not every exotic is just casual to get or you just get it thrown after you that's uh, there are some that are hard to get and that's the point there needs to be balance otherwise all the casuals will jump off yes well, and anytime exotics have come up and people get really angry, they're like, oh, Devil's Rune was a joke. Don't you think exotics should always be like this? And I've always tried to remind people there's a giant, giant variety. There's so many different categories of exotic delivery. There's Xenophage and there is the, you know, the Divinity. Then there's the Whisper and the Outbreak. Th those are all completely different. Some are quests that take you into endgame content with puzzles and things to solve and do. And a boss, that's the only place that you go and fight that boss or the Xeno, then you have Outbreak and Whisper. I mean, they are in their own dungeon, sort of, and they're timed, you know, kind of like mini-timed dungeons. Then you have the Devil's Ruin or the Wither Horde, where it's like, here, here you go, here's a free exotic. So, I, this is why I think people forget sometimes that, and I think it's good for you to point out, that if you made every exotic like that, number one, I think that gets very, very the, the canvas is too one one shade of color. You know, the painting is going to get very like, like oh, it's all like this. And, and everybody, as you say, at the lower, is going to say, I can't get anything. And listen, don't kid yourself. Exotics are used as marketing material, man. You see that dope exotic, you see the cool commercial, and bam, it's attached to the season pass. There's a reason for that. You, you've got those people that are like, I'll never run a raid. I'll never get that awesome dope weapon. They'll never touch an Anarchy or a 1K Voices or a Divinity or a Xeno, but they can enjoy the Wither Horde. They can enjoy, you know, the Symmetry. And, and, and I think that that's fine. I, I do. I, I think sometimes we... We treat Destiny like a pure, a pure RPG where there is no possible way to get the dopest of the dope without a huge time commitment. It's like that just isn't in line with the game's evolution. There's a massive amount of casuals in here, and like I said, Bungie knows their audience. I don't think they're making quote-unquote mistakes by saying, "Here's a Wither Horde." Like ev literally everyone, boom! Here's a Wither Horde. Anybody can get and enjoy the Wither Horde. That, that's not an accident. That's a, that's a marketing mechanic to get people buying and playing the game. The, the the purist and the idealist who says that exotics shouldn't be on the season pass and they should be incredibly rare and hard to find and hard to get. These people threw hissy fits about the three of coins in Destiny One. What a joke, Bungie! Making it easier for people to get exotics. You know, ignoring the fact that the exotic loot pool at that point in time was pretty large and there was still no guarantee you would get an exotic that you even wanted and it's so, like i you we've got to zoom out and remember it's a game that needs to be sold and engaged with and if they if they craft everything for you for you as a top 10 percenter you you're you're not gonna have a game left you know if, if the menu item at your rest if you're if the if the menu at your restaurant gets really narrow and only offers like this small t you know 10 percent 
all those other menu items leave, you're going to lose those customers that ordered from the kids menu, that ordered from the salad bar. And you're like, well, no, we only offer three different types of steak now. And it's like, well, great. They're probably amazing, but you're going to lose all these other people that have no interest in that level of the menu. It's too expensive. They don't like the meat. They're not a meat eater, whatever. So it's like you have to have... Uh, that broad spectrum, that that variety of menu offering, or you're gonna lose you're gonna lose your audience. Exactly. Another question that I that popped in, in, up into my head was like, where would you even put all the exotics? Like, where would you where would you put those? Just right. in the just in the world pool where there is already so many, where you already have trouble get like by the, by now you can more easily get the new ones but still like farming for one if, if you start now and try to get some specific exotics the whirlpool already is so large it'll take you multiple hours to get all of the world drops mm-hmm. and yeah. if, if you get to put all the season pass all the easy quests into there as well it'll overflow it'll become even worse and they don't have there's a word, the bandwidth to create a separate, even different or stronger, uh, stronger quest for each one again. Yeah. Like that, it just isn't possible. And it would also be, there would be a detriment on a different, on, on a different level then. Like, okay, we give you all the exotics in di- difficult quests, but the rate is going to be a bit smaller. And no one wants that. Well, and, and they're trying to make the game more accessible to new players. And if you, I mean, look at how many exotics there are. Like if exotics are only dropping from the world and they're really rare and they're really hard to get, you're talking about a lifetime before anybody, you look at your, you look at your exotic collections in the, in the menu. And it's like, well, I have everything except for this new one. And it's like, they look at it and it's the exact opposite. They have no exotics except for this one that they're given or whatever. So I, I think it's a, it's a smart play. I forgot to thank Dan Modal for resubbing and coming back and being a paying member. If you guys want to be a paying member, We've had five people do it today. Click the join button. Thank you so much for uh, doing that. It directly supports me. Get your emotes and perks in Discord. If you pick VIP, you can do what these folks are doing today. You can call in and debate me and talk to me live. Um, so, May I real quick? Yeah. You're done. Glad you're on board again. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, so I, I, I agree. I think this, this really harkens back to why I say... We don't want pendulum swing. We want refinement. We don't want to take away from things that are working, create other things that can also work. I, I don't think you get anywhere by taking away from the season pass or taking exotics out of the season pass. I don't think you net anything by doing that. I think you just frustrate a player base that you want to have happy and be happy. And I think sometimes when we get in these debates, we we overcompensate for our side of things and it starts to sound like you're trying to reach down into the bottom of the game and steal from it and I don't think a lot of people are are, are in that line of thinking um, they're just really passionate and they really want more things to do yo chronic spin dash just upgraded the VIP thank you for doing that um, guys remember if you do a tier 1 or a VIP use the discord that's how you gotta cash in on all these perks whether it's VIP fight night or call-ins or anything like that. Um, so, yeah. Good thoughts, good thoughts. Did you have anything else, Rexus? No, that's about it. Okay. Thanks for Thank having for, me again. Yeah. Thank you for calling in, sir. I am... Uh, we're ending the show. 
Uh, we're ending the show with... Oh, wait, Chad's back. Chad, you stepped away. You want to go take a shot. What do you got for me today? Is my mic still muted? Uh, you sound quiet, but you're you're there. Oh, okay. Hold on. <laughs> I, I, I have it on speaker because I, I was doing something. I was cleaning up a little bit. Well, how dare you clean up and have a normal life? You're supposed to sit here and wait for 52 minutes to talk. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm sorry about that. It's uh, okay. Anyway. It's okay. Yeah. All right. So, so hi. How you doing once again? Uh, glad to be back. Uh, so, this season pass thing, right? When it was first introduced, I actually liked it. And I was like, all right, this is cool. But... For me, I I consider myself like a like an avid player. Like like I'll get a raid done. I'll get I'll get multiple raids done like throughout the week. Like whether I'm like whether I'm doing it on multiple characters or I'll just do it on a single character and like help my clan like progress through it. And I've been I was thinking like even though this season passed, it lands on that little sweet spot like you were saying. Like I know, like some of the content that that are, that is in there, I really feel like that number one hundred could be like a either like a ah either it could either be higher, like a one fifty, and then they could add a little a little bit more stuff to it, but not like mm-hmm. not like as in cosmetics, more like utility stuff. Like how do I say like? Like a um, like an upgrade module, like a couple more upgrade module, planetary resources. Like because we're not necessarily farming planetary resources. Like we're not going out to pick up dust, dust like shards. We we just go to the spider if we need that. But like I feel like I feel like I feel like even even what um what most of the guys were saying, like you know, go out into the world and do stuff. Like yeah. It needs depth because the world of destiny, like, it feels, it feels like, I don't know, it feels like hollow in a way. Because let's say I go to the, let's say I go to EDZ, right? The, the um, Devrim K is like the only like noticeable NPC on the EDZ, right? And I'm like, all right, so if anything that I, if let's say I need to interact, um, I just always have to go back to Devrim K, like. Imagine if there was like multiple MTCs like at certain slots, like especially on on the waypoints, like given certain like stuff to do in that mm-hmm. particular point. Like let's say you could put like Hawthorne where um the gulch is at, right? And she says, "Oh yeah, you can go, you can go do this lost sector right here, and then you'll get like a a bunch of XP while you do that lost sector." You know what I mean? Like she's sending you out to do stuff, and I'm like, all right, bet. It could it could be expanded upon on it could be really expanded upon, but like that's just like a base level thing that I'm thinking about. Like I feel like the NPCs are very stagnant and they're very one note. Like I feel like they could really reiterate all these NPCs in the way that they and in the way that we interact with them. Yeah. Like the perfect example, like is the farm. People don't even go there, like if they, unless they're trying to get like the outbreak. But other than that, 
like people really don't go there for anything like that that was a place that you could really utilize like i don't know like put the faction vendors in there and let them give us stuff to do in there or something i don't know but i think the way how destiny is now it feels like an open world game where we have to stay indoors and indoors meaning the tower right right one I, when you said that at the beginning, like taking the season pass up to 150, adding some utility and stuff, I, I really do think the easiest thing to do with the season pass is to let you reset it and get like a diminished amount of rewards from it. I think that's a, just a just knock that one out of the park. I think that would satisfy most folks who feel like the season pass becomes worthless at 100. And what you said about NPCs is is on the money. They're just they're literally nothing now. It's just it's he's they're they're props on the map. They, we we don't do anything with them. Unfortunately, I think there's just there's probably right now there's too many planets now maybe when they start yanking some planets out maybe things change in year four maybe npcs can be given a better role because there's not as many of them um you know i the 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 idea though and i like the way you phrase it it feels like an open world game where we have to stay indoors you know it's like we have this big beautiful yard and we're we're stuck inside looking at it you know and i think that's that's a really great way of phrasing it because I do feel that they're, they have, when Destiny 2 launched and I sensed beneath it the skeletal structure of a good game, I said it's like when you go to the museum and you can see the giant skeleton of a brontosaurus or a, or a tyrannosaurus yeah. rex and you're like, there, there's the scaffolding and skeleton here of a, of a good and a big game. I really sense that right now. I'm like, you have all these areas, blind well, escalation protocol, you know, all these areas and contact and things you can do in the public space and you have strikes and dungeons and you're just not putting the loot out there and the pursuit's not out there. It's so transactional that it's like we go run run in the backyard for, you know, an hour and then we have to come inside. And then we go back out and run for and then we come inside. And it's that it's that it's that constant need to interact with a, a vending machine, I think that is um is 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 one of the main things we've really put our finger on is sundial was great ordering a value meal at the end was not you know umbrals is a good idea but like or getting all my guns in the tower is just not working yeah yeah because even like even with the umbrals i can get these umbrals and i'm like sometimes i'm tempted to like dismantle them on the spot because i'm like i really don't want to go back into the tower like i feel like gone are the days where like Remember, like, the loot cave in Destiny 1? Like, you, you used to spend hours out into the world. Like, you were just there. And then, what I really... Maybe this is, maybe maybe this is like... This is like a... Like, this is something that I imagined, right? Especially how they could, like, fix the bounties and not, and not let us have to, like, directly, like, go to an to a NPC, you know, wait for a bounty. Since as we load in everything, like let's say every planet that we go to we load in right just like how this strike disposition like they're talking over the comms and they're and they're saying you know the little the little intro that they give to like introduce the strike to us before we land right they could do the same thing like like let's say we're going in like let's say we're going to a planet right instead of going strictly to devon k he could just like while we're loaded in like he could come up over the comms and be like, "Hey, you know, I have some bounties for you." Da 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 da. And then while we we're flying in, like you could just select the bounties. So by the time you, when you drop down, 
you're not rushing to go straight to an MTC. Like you just start, you just start doing what you have to do. And it could be like the same thing with Crucible. Like like when you click Crucible, like instead of going all the way back to Shacks, like before the Crucible match even starts, it'll be like, hey, you know, we have some bounties for you, Guardian. Bam. They, they said they're looking into doing that because of uh, I know load time on consoles is probably one of the one of the main reasons they're they're looking into letting you have a central bounty location so that you don't have to do like what you're saying like gotta run to the tower you know a little yeah. too much boomerang so they they are looking into yeah. that from what they said but I'm trying to like make it look cool though like I know that they're right. trying to give us a, a, a space where you can just go and collect your bounties but it'll be so cool like. Because this, this is one of the things as well. People are, like, even though the NPCs are one note, like, this can bring them to life. Like, like you're, you're waiting, you know, you're waiting, you and your fire team are waiting, and boom, Shaftless hit you up and say, yo, got some bounties for you, bro. You, you, can, you can either choose to, like, accept it or deny it. But I understand the, the little location hub and stuff like that. But I'm just trying to, like, you know, give the world some, like, some depth and some, some life to it. Like, I don't know. Even no. though back like in Destiny One, the the big content droughts was like very massive. You still went out and did stuff. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I mean, they could definitely streamline it, make it feel more alive, and maybe trimming down planet total will help with that. But uh, you know, I think I think I think you've got some good ideas. I just think I wonder if some of that stuff will just be not a priority right now because it it would feel like window dressing like they need to focus on core content loops and substantive grinds and 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 big areas and locations and so um but uh yeah yeah i saw those are good thoughts though i think yeah it was just something that i was thinking of and i was like yo that was so cool but at the same time like i understand that it's a little you know it's a little out there but like I feel like the game needs like this. This I feel like the game needs more life to it. Because I really hope like this new um you'll see like hits it out of the park with like a, a, a nice compelling thing that wants me to keep coming back to it instead of something that's just like super easily digestible and I'm just like okay I'm done with it. Yeah. What else? You know what I mean? And I feel like that's how. Destiny 2 has been for a while and random random tangent I really feel like they should bring back the post game screen where you know it pops up at the, like at the end of a activity yes see what everything gets like that I feel like that needs to come mm-hmm. back because you look at it like, even even when you didn't get a clever dragon and iron banner, seeing somebody else get one worked. It it motivated you to keep playing. Like the end of action report and last, you know, the, seeing that I think is is a good. They, I would love to see that brought back. Yes, I feel like the little thing on the side because I'm really not paying attention to the side of my screen just to see right. if a person got something. I'm like, I'm not. I'm not really looking at that because it's so small. The whole Crucible post-game needs redone. The big banner that pops up that shows you when you leveled up and you can't see anything and the loot being off to the side and the scoreboard, like, I would refine that whole process. We need an end-of-game report where we can see what loot people got 
and then get rid of those stupid big giant banners that pop up. Like, I'm always wanting to go into my inventory and delete stuff or look at what dropped, and I can't for, like, however many seconds. And I know that might seem persnickety, like, oh my gosh, you just just wait a couple seconds, but it's disruptive to what the player wants to do, and those milliseconds and seconds add up, and it starts to become, like, an annoyance and a nuisance. So I, I think that entire <laughs> process needs cleaned up. Yeah. They could just do it like how they did the clan thing. Like when you um when you rank up in your clan and you get the it's at the bottom of the screen and it doesn't stop you from doing anything. Right. Like yep. They could just do it like that. Like put yep. it at the bottom. Oh, value around the top. Just agreed. Put it at- yeah, Ochi's mm-hmm. saying the same thing. Put it at the bo- bottom like a triumph banner. Yep. Agreed. Yeah. Like I um, we we've gone long we've gone long today and I have to go to light leap. Do you have anything else? Because right now we're just spitballing ideas, so I need to I need to move on unless you have another thing you want to talk about. Well, um, I actually I don't want to keep you up, so I'll just I'll just I'll just end it right there. But thank you so much for you know coming back to me. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I like I like talking to you. You have good ideas, and uh, thanks for calling in. I appreciate it very much. All right, thank you. All right, light leap. We I, I I I let you go last, so I'm and I'm ha- we've I'm not I'm not rushing you by the way. We've we've gone long and that's okay. The VIPs are getting longer every day, so uh, you have to unmute me again. I did. I unmuted you again. You need to unmute yourself though. There you go. All right, the nerds out of the way. <laughs> the real exactly show can begin. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, turn the family friendly off. No, I'm just joking. Okay. All right. Um, well, I just. Uh, from the start, two things I wanted to address were um, my comments earlier. So as you interpret, you interpret them. You know me. You interpret them correctly. So uh, you know I, I, I if things get heated. I, I meant with this, stop playing the game. I, I hope it will come clear when I talk about what I mean with the season pass. Mm-hmm. But I do believe there is this fundamental incompatibility of uh the world or like the great game destiny could be the vision of destiny and something like the season pass and i hope and i I think in that comment particularly i meant to say that if you're a person who would stop playing if the season pass would be gone and the world would be in the world it wouldn't be like if you wouldn't buy destiny because there is no season pass Mm -hmm. then i think our ideas of the game we want to play are just incompatible um so and I also don't want to speak in like in this terms of casual versus hardcore because I don't know. To me, this was always like very badly defined. I don't know. Like I I certainly engage with every part of the content, but I also don't. I don't want there to be nothing for people who only play like four hours a week, you know. And I think that the how I imagine Destiny, there would be plenty for for all of us, you know. Um, so mostly. At first, what I also kind of heard from you all the time is that the season pass is, is like the only means to retain this player base. And that I already disagree with. I think, so as you said, casuals, let's call them that just for the sake of argument. Already like Destiny 1, sure, was kind of not a lot for stuff to do to them and that they D2 that certainly better. But they started playing this game without a season pass and I think that could continue. I think that it's just fundamentally contradictory to a ludicrous experience to um and also a bit of a lazy way of selling us basically loot right it just tells you play enough 
like stay in the game. I mean, as you correctly said, it's an idea from a mobile game. You you stay. They want you to stay in the game mm-hmm. because the longer you play, the more ads they can show, right? And it, in my opinion, in my opinion, it completely negates the idea of what loot brings to a game like Destiny. And also, as we already said, it saw in Q and A, people get used to it. Uh, I mean, people just ask, well, why shouldn't there be high stat armor in the in the season pass, right? To me, at first. When I looked at it, it was understandable that the, the, the armor in a season pass is just there. So if you play and don't have time for anything else, you basically can check off the collections. So I already, there already, we, we get into this disagreement of players who think, wait, why does the season pass bad actually? Because I also think, well, because you think these two systems are compatible, I will tell you the more they do in the game, the less value the season pass will appear to have. At a certain point, it will be pointless to have it in at all because people you know, say, well, everything is garbage in there compared to what you can find in the game, right? So it needs to have some form of quality. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't, I, I really don't think what I want to say with the season pass is just a system of acquiring it. I don't think it should be harder. I don't, that's why I don't think it's a casual. I don't think you should need more time to get the armor ornaments. But I think that um, if you imagine what Destiny was, right? You land, you, 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 um, you you start of Destiny 1, you explore this world, loot drops, you get this, you know, you, you have this feeling of really, like, that's why it's called loot, right? And not items, because you have this feeling of, you know, sp- you know, spelunking through the world and, and finding stuff that is useful to you, levels you up or, or is a better gun or whatever. And I think when D2 then, uh, D1 then drop and it had its shortcomings with more technology and the progress of the game, we, th- this should be expanded upon. And I think why people always look to the one fondly is because they remember what this game could have been and now five years later it's not a lot more in that direction uh, and i think i know you will scold me for this but i do think that there we we went a lot into accessibility but not really a lot into depth of loot or, or progression in a sense we just get mm-hmm. the same legendary ingrams all over again mm-hmm. so and it's, it's a unique problem especially because the game is not like you know if you have something like top on like diablo or something or, 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 or an MMO where you just click buttons, the gameplay experience is not exciting, right? So people automatically that are drawn to it are people who play it for loot and they want progression system and everything. And in Destiny, you have a lot of players who just sit down for like an hour a night and play strikes. Like the caller before, I don't remember who it was, but I, I, I don't want that taken away. I think stuff should drop for you, but I don't think you need to season pass to find this, um, yeah, to find this attractive in the game. And I think it really, it gives us the idea and it, it whenever, even if it stays in a game and, and, and they expand on the end game content in your, in your four, there will, as I said, where, where will the line be drawn? You know, what, what, what is the quality of loot that should go in there? I think even you talked about the Witherhorde exotic, say some exotic like Anarchy or Rare, Witherhorde, they're getting from Seas Pass. Why can't it just be added to the loot pool? We already have the... Uh, knockout system so players who played all the time get it right away and other play new players they still have this excitement of at some point dropping it you know for them because it's a knockout system right mm-hmm. i think even that even this even if it means that it drops within the first two hours of gameplay for you i still think that's a better system than getting it by a click that you earned from xp so yeah i yeah yeah so th- there's that that's a lot there i mean I don't necessarily think I I intended to communicate that like these people would quit if there was no season pass, but I did try to draw a comparison to, between player saturation and behavior during 
when we had Black Armory, Drifter, and Opulence, compare that to now, and I do think they have a, a much more accessible runway for people to jump in and enjoy themselves, as opposed to Welcome to the new season. Literally, the only way you're getting anything is if you level up first, and then, after you level up, run in this tiny circle of Forges, or Reckoning, or Opulence. Now, those were good pieces of content within Reason. Reckoning wasn't very good, but I think the idea of Reckoning was solid. It was actually a cool area. They just did a really bad job with drop rate, intentionality, and then the difficulty. But Menagerie and the Forges were, 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 were solid. Menagerie obviously being the king of that year, I think. Um, but again... I think we can have that alongside of the season pass. I think you're right to say the season pass has to have some sort of retained value or people will start to feel like, what's the point? It's just a bunch of junk. I happen to think most of the people that it's sort of marketing toward, that the way they kind of market it to them, I think they'll be happy as long as it kind of looks like it has all of year three. A cool-looking armor set, a couple of cool guns, a, a sparrow and a ship, you know, and some ornaments. I think that I think that level of player is just happy with that. I don't think they're going to be worried about your god roll hand cannon from the raid or your high-stat armor from the dungeon. I, I I think there are people in the middle of the Venn diagram who are kind of like, they don't want to go do all those hard things. Um, they don't want to go and do all those uh, those, those challenging things, that, like, but they want to get the dope stuff. But I, I don't know. I feel like the the, the lion's share of the community that, that lives in the public space and strikes, I really, really don't think they're going to start looking outside of the season pass as well as don't forget there's going to be seasonal content that by and large has been very accessible whether it's been sundial towers were kind of not accessible than they were then they got worse but if you look at contact public event and sundial and vex offensive i think we have good you know windows into seasonal content will probably maintain that accessibility there's a new loot pool there i i feel like that that hemisphere of player is going to be totally fine with that and they're not going to be angry that you got a better ornament or a better armor set or uh, a really really amazing weapon from the raid and if they do complain about those things i think when you know avenger says uh, aspiration breeds desire however he phrases it i do think that's where we need the normal and hard mode because the psychology of the player would say, well, it's a, let me try the normal raid. Let me try the normal seasonal model. And yes, the, the, the seasonal content. Yes, there are better guns and cooler looking things in the hard mode. At least I get to dip my toe in the normal and try it out. One of the reasons I think there is such a, like, such a slice in the game is it's like public events, strikes, seasonal content, and then wham, it's like dungeon, wham, nightfall, wham, raid. Like there's just this sharp shift. And I think for some people, they would see normal and hard and automatically be more open to the idea of maybe trying it out, maybe going up along that spectrum. There's just this really sharp divide from, and I think that's why players think in such a sharp divide. You're either casual or hardcore. You either care about solo, you know, solo flawless dungeon, or you just live in the public space. And I think the content structure has fed into that, 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 that schism or that canyon between the two sides of the player pool. Um, it's kind of like when we talk about ranked and unranked, how people have a natural aversion to a ranked playlist. They think, oh, it's going to be so difficult. It's going to be so hard. I think in a similar vein, 
the psychology of the player base would maybe be more open to harder content and and good rewards being in harder content if we went back to the normal hard mode because then you feel like you have an inroad to try it out and then once you get good at it like oh I'll try out hard I've run this seasonal loop for a while um yeah I'll jump on LFG I'll I'll see if I can't handle a normal raid let's take a crack at it but because it's not structured that way anymore there's just a line down the middle of the game you either go up into raids and dungeons or you just kind of bounty farm lost sectors public space and strikes and that's kind of it that's just kind of where the game just kind of gets sliced in half I think yeah I hear that I just I, I don't understand fully I mean what drives the players to destiny i guess is my question right Mm. and uh i think this divide as you said comes from the fact that they implemented systems like the season pass i think that the the strike people that you mentioned they would just go and play strikes and then what if if the loot structure was all right they would just get drops right because i mean if if you go from an idea of destiny where the season pass is just this thing for players who don't play as much and the hardcore have like all the other stuff they can go for i can draw this other line of if it was gone, these players would just play, and they, they would. It would give hardcore people the, already this idea of depth, right? I mean, for somebody who's genuinely enjoys completing all the quests and playing as much as they can, they would get way more val- value from from uh, getting this. Let's say this ornament quest. I thought it was a good idea. Like this, this getting this quest for building the armor from the recaster, right? I mean, you could guide players through it with an introductory quest as soon as they load up the season, right? And stuff like that. And I don't think, um, I just don't see why that would, what what would be the downside of that? And the upside from that is the game suddenly gains a lot more from from stuff that is already in the game, right? Because they had that problem in year one, all these adventures, they had so much stuff that wasn't rewarded with loot. Now they have all this loot in the season pass, and they could do so much more with it. The season would feel for for these hardcore players that we're talking about already. Um, yeah. I mean, un- unless we're saying, this is the only thing I wanted to add, sorry. Um, unless we're saying that the season pass drew a player base, and this is where I think our disagreement was earlier with Chad. If they drew it really a player base that just enjoys the shooting and just levels the season pass and don't doesn't care about anything else, yeah, but then we're in for a problem because I don't think Bungie will be able to balance this it's either a looter shooter with progression systems or it's this casual like not casual thing or it's this shooter where it's mainly uh the shooting mechanic right yeah the way i address this i think when avenger and i were talking about it is i think the season pass is a great value it's a great value add and value transmission to a large portion of the player base I don't when I say that I don't mean that they'd stop playing if you removed it but what I said to him was if I gave him that shopping spree where I let him go in the season pass yank it all out and put it in the game somewhere I don't think when I measure that that's the same it's not an equal value transmission because it's more elusive it's more hidden behind stuff like there's a quest there's a as you said I got to build it in the recast I got to do all those things you as a hardcore player would still by and large just like glide over that and do that very quickly it wouldn't have a very long and retained value for you and for the casual player, I think it's a less clear value transmission. It's like where, where I'm, I'm getting what now? Like I think the season pass format. You, the reason you're seeing it everywhere is it's just such a clear psychological like 
stimulus. It's like, bam, get something, bam, get something. And I think it works. Now, are, is that good for Destiny? Of course or bad? it works. Of course it works. Sure. Is, it, is it good for Destiny or bad for Destiny long term? I think year four is where that remains to be seen because I think that the season pass can coexist with a really strong aspirational you know, flourishing endgame. I, I do. I think they can coexist. I, I don't think they're at odds with each other. Um, and so, if Luke Smith makes good on his promise, then I think we'll be able to say end of December, January, around you know that time, we'll be able to say no, they did a great job. The, the raid's good. Good logistical loot grind. It's really fun to chase the great rolls and the great armor pieces. Really good vanity items. You know, that was another thing that they promised. Like, basically, you know, endgame ornaments, you know, and all that stuff is supposed to be there. I believe these things can coexist. I think it would be actually at this point more damaging to try to rip the fabric apart and then sew it back together in a different way. Like, oh, let's take the season pass and let's 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 redistribute it here. Um, I think it would actually cause more damage now. Now, retroactively, do we want to go back in time and say should it have ever been added? Is it is it bad long term? And is there is there no way to undo it now? I don't honestly know. I think that's I think that's difficult to to measure. But I think at this stage in the life of the game, they can't they can't walk it back. But what they can do is try and feed us a whole lot more, so we don't feel like the primary grind is we're in a menu, we're in a menu. Oh, and also the season pass is one of the main sources of cool looking stuff. You know, it's one of the main sources of vanity items in the game. Like, I think the theme of constantly being in a menu, if they can remove that. That's another thing we haven't even talked about that I think is playing a part here. If in Beyond Light, there's like a seasonal activity on Europa and you can grind it for really dope looking gear, dope armor and guns. Maybe there's like ice, you know, dripping off of it. Okay. I want to do that on Europa. I don't want to freaking do that in the tower. I'm so done with that. If they can fix that aspect of it, you're going to be spending more time on Europa, more time in that seasonal, in that seasonal content loop, more time in the raid, more time in all these other activities. I think your disdain for the season pass would probably go down a bit. It might still be there. It might still linger. You might still look at it with kind of like a, uh, this stuff should be in the game. But I think your disdain and your, your distaste for it is so much higher because of how much we don't get loot in the game right now. We're, we spend 90% of our time in the tower and in menus to get loot. So the activities themselves are disconnected from the reward. We go and run them like a homework assignment or a bounty grind, and then we come back to the tower to cash in our tokens, essentially. It's like that return to the D2 year one format. We're token slamming, in essence... We're getting our rewards and, and, and we're going to the tower to get them. Like it's not it's it's not out in the world. And I, I think that's playing a factor here. I agree. Um I, I, you're probably right. I would lose the stain for the season pass for sure. I mean, at, at some point it would just wouldn't matter. I think something that uh, maybe we can't really I mean, it's something that we can't measure, but I think I always maybe think maybe just from my education, like in biomedical systems uh, or biological systems, there's always incentives and you look at it at the system, right? I am not surprised that if you have the monetary incentive on Bungie size to sell a season pass and that it creates a player base and then you need to design the systems in the game to make the season pass accessible that we ended up in the current state the game is in. I don't think there is a, I, I don't think it's a coincidence that we all chase bounties in XP and the game feels dry. Yep. And so uh, my issue is I, I feel like there was always a creative lack at Bungie who top down said this is the vision of the game. 
this is what I want. And instead, they try to come up with these systems to satisfy people who just log on or satisfy people who just want uh, or and also hardcore instead of thinking, okay, what is the game you want to play? Um, how does it look like when you load in? Uh, what do you want to do? How can you reward players who only play two hours? How can you still have something for players where there's 10 hours, right? Instead, we have this like, yeah, we'll have the season pass and you're saying, I won't care about it. Uh, I don't know. To me, it seems like it, it, it's at odds with uh, with the identity of how I think we imagine a gluter shooter. I might be wrong about this. And this is obviously all my preference, right? Um, I, I think I just thought about a compromise when I listened to you because uh, you said, again, about that it should matter less to me. I, I think what would be fine, for example, let's say the exotic weapon, you won't get it at like level one just later. Let's say there were quests in game and in the season pass where you acquired and stuff, right? So something where the let's say the Wither Horde can drop as a random drop, or if you reach level 50 in a season pass, you finally get it, right? So basically it would work. Mm. The season pass could take the capacity of a fail-safe mechanic for or, or let's say a drop rate protection for players who uh who maybe don't have the time to engage with everything to guarantee to get everything i think at least some form like this of integration of the season pass into the looter instead of just slapping it on and telling and also like especially like yeah saying what, what do exotics even mean nowadays right i mean mm -hmm. it's just a different kind of weapon essentially Uh, the weapon is only an exotic to limit what other what else you can equip. It doesn't have any reflection on the loot status. Well, so, and, and we talked about that earlier. There's so many different ways they give us exotics. You got Whisper, Divinity, and then Devil's Ruin. Like they're all given to you in a variety of ways. Like there isn't one standard anymore for how you earn or find an exotic. Yeah, exactly. So um, and. and It, it it just automate I think there's so much games are so much about immersion and so much subconscious things that we can't measure but I think it's no surprise that we have a lot of dissatisfaction uh, in the game currently that year three feels so shallow and that mm -hmm. we have systems like the season pass and that people feel like there is no root loot hierarchy it's because Bungie they loot I mean I think even small things like having all of these um cosmetics exotic that doesn't make sense to me for example right um Because it it seem it makes it seem like it's it's as much of value as something you find in game, right? It's also totally unnecessary then that we have you know, that legendary cosmetics are awarded in game. Yeah. Small stuff like this contributes a lot to the perception of what is valuable and what is not valuable and how it's acquired in game. And I think that that's why I'm so adamantly against the season pass. I think it dilutes a lot of the perception of what Destiny should be. And by I. By no means, I, I want this stuff to be like hard to get or only for hardcore. I just want mm -hmm. everybody to have to basically experience Destiny the same way. Because I think that's ultimately makes it easier for Bungie to cater to all of us, time-wise. Yeah, I also think sometimes we need to remember that not everybody's going to turn into Lono or Light Leap. Like, they're not, no, they're, they're just never going to become us. They're, they don't care. They're, even if you come up with a great system of the loot drops and it whets their appetite, and then they're going to become a raider. I think there's literally people that pop the recliner chair out, they just shoot stuff, pop the bounties. Oh, cool, I got something on my season pass. Like, I feel like that's part of the issue here is. 
we've seen the treasure trove of raid grinding and and running for imago loops and 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 enjoying that end game like we've seen we feel like we've seen the promised land and we're like if only we could get more people up here and i worry that some people are like ah we kind of like it down here like we're just they're never you're never going to yank them up out of that out of that hemisphere you're just not going to be able to they do not care somebody in chat said earlier i think it was sushi saying like i never understand people that don't want things to become more challenging or that's that's the the, the essence of what sushi was saying was it, it it takes the game to its fullest capacity when it you know it gets more and more challenging and i said some people just want to take a light jog through their neighborhood they don't want to go and do a triathlon like just because you're engaging with destiny doesn't mean you have this desire or even a even a an affinity capacity that's a weird way to phrase it they might not even have the affinity capacity to get to where you are so we don't need to create these inroads that sort of replicate endgame grind but do it microcosmically like well we want the in you know the entrance point and contact and the recaster to really emulate the endgame grind but make it easier make it more accessible and then now we can get these casuals to turn into hardcore players i i i worry i worry that they're always going to kind of stay there, and that's why that bottom rung's been crafted for them. Um, it, I can't think of a better analogy other than sometimes people just will they'll they'll never be a fan of documentaries, and they love watching a Transformers movie. Like that, you know what I'm saying? There are people that just want to watch a summer throwaway yeah, yeah. blockbuster. And they're never going to become a movie buff or cinema buff or documentary fan. And so it it doesn't matter how you direct or produce Transformers. You're not going to turn that person into that type of, uh, of gamer. And I think that's why I'm like, yeah, Bungie knows their audience. I think this just works. I think we really just need to start asking for a great, great upper echelon playground. We don't have an upper echelon playground. The closest we've gotten to it and the most fun I've had is exotic grinding in Nightfalls and the high stat grind in the Prophecy Dungeon. That's the most fun I've had in Destiny 2 with respect to Loot Pursuit. I, I, I've, I loved that. Warden of Nothing, remember? The Warden's yeah. Law, you also enjoyed that grind. Warden of Nothing was good. I just ran the loop for the drop, ran the loop for the drop. I love when Warden Nightfall was dropping doubles. Like, remember that? Like, we were just, we were in first there. First Nightfall loot, exclusive loot, remember? When you were going for the DFA, and you, that was the first time I saw you happy on screen, and you said, like, oh, man, Destiny's back, even though it was just one drop you needed. You played that strike, like, 30 times. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I... That's what we... I think that's ultimately what we need. We need our own playground, and I think we can leave... We can leave the little, the little smaller playground alone. Like that, yet we, I, I believe that the reason we all kind of started butting heads earlier, in a, in a fun way, it was, a, it was a great debate. The reason we kind of started butting heads was, I just have always seen the value of that really full casual funnel. I'm like, keep that funnel full, man. When I see the PVE numbers stand strong, I'm like, that's so good for the game. But you just, you really got to start to feed us at the top, and. I don't want to see another pivot year where we we pivot so sharply away from casuals that then they I don't feel want that either. I don't want them feeling how we felt this year. We felt very starved this year and I don't want them feeling that next year. I just don't think that that works. 
um, long term. Steam Crow, what are you doing during VIP? A hundred dollar tip. My gosh, do you two think? Oh, he's asking the both of us. Do you think the two? Do you two think it would be more beneficial to treat the battle pass separate like we do with the Eververse? Make sure the end game is filled to the brim with cool and aspirational stuff, while the battle pass is fully separate and exclusive items and cosmetics and bright dust etz. What do you think about his question? I'll let you. Do take I get it. half of the hundred if I reply? <laughs> Uh, no, no, you get nothing. <laughs> well, um, I, I like that question. And so, so that would be great for me, obviously. That goes right in line of what I wanted, right? It is completely cosmetic, A. Um, it, it's completely separate. It's it's completely separate exclusive, which uh, which is kind of is already. I think it would be great. Um, I'm curious to see, hear what Lono says about this because it would cut majorly into you know the ca- like the casual argument right that they also get stuff and obviously that also sh- should be stuff that's usable right armor and weapons for me that would be perfect if it was just like a cosmetic track to basically keep people playing and it would have no um, um, impact or, mm-hmm. or basically the loot I find in game feels completely set like basically separate that i I would love that i think that's a great suggestion yeah the only way i'm gonna green light a more cosmetically driven battle pass or season pass is if there's a whole lot more cosmetic pursuits in game that's the only way i would green light that because if you turn the battle pass into another you know cosmetic endeavor and so you got that in the eververse and then i'm going out in the world and i'm doing dungeons raids and nightfalls and there's no cosmetics out there, I think that's where the the anti-Eververse crowd that I always butted heads with, I think that's where they have some good argumentation that there's no cosmetic grind out there. There's no way to really decorate myself out there in the world. Now, they're getting close. Some of the shaders are getting pretty awesome. You guys know I don't play Crucible that much. I went and did Crucible to get that Carminica shader, and that just shows how strong decorative items can 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 push people and so i i i think the only way i green light an increase in cosmetic items on a season pass is if there's a very very clear cosmetic injection and decorative injection you know vanity items in the end game i i want somebody to be able to look really dope and awesome if they go flawless or run a raid a bunch of times or grandmasters or a dungeon like those all need to have and they've given us an indication that's a plan they have that like the raid will have decorative vanity items in it that's a thing coming now i hope that doesn't mean a sparrow and a ghost i don't think that's enough that's a start but i want the guns to have ornaments if you run the raid enough or use it enough or whatever like you, you know what i'm saying uh, it's a chance item to drop, maybe. A cosmetic item is a chance item to drop. It's like that Xeno... Uh, um, Nano Phoenix. Bring back the Nano Phoenix, you know, feeling of, there's a rare, you know, ornament for the hand cannon in this raid, and I really want to get it to drop. Because, think about it, if it takes you a really long time to get that ornament, that's not as frustrating as it took me 57 times or whatever to get it to get an anarchy. Like, I, I think there's a ton of room there to, to put those cosmetics in the end game. Matt, thank you for the 10 spot. He said, just to be clear, I love all of you in this community. I don't dislike any of how you play. I'm glad we all love and support Destiny. I don't have, there's no way anybody misconstrued your commentary, Matt, about like disliking how other people play. I thought your comments were fine. Um, so it seems like Lightleaf and I agree here that we would be, we would both be fine if you converted the battle pass into more of a cosmetic endeavor if 
this is a big if <laughs> if the end game is peppered with its own vanity pursuits because if it doesn't have that I feel like the game's flipped on its head then I feel like I make myself look cool down here at the lower rung and then when I go into the upper rung it's like well if you don't like the armor set you're screwed like there there's, needs to be that cosmetic vanity pursuit up there as well um yeah but I think ultimately I don't know I, I feel like I would be um not avenged I'm, I'm looking for the wrong word um, I think it would show that people wouldn't be happy with that because we already created let's say this monster of people um, not monster obviously literally just like this part of the player base that also wants a gun they would suddenly feel like wait this is just cosmetic and honestly I would kind of understand why Bungie doesn't do it at this point anymore because if there was so much ex- cosmetics in game and in Eververse and people wouldn't like the cosmetics on the season pass they wouldn't just buy the season pass anymore you know what I mean because they would feel like um, I don't like it this season I'll just spend money in Eververse I mean maybe that's good I don't, I don't know I feel as I said I feel like this is now created the question is how we go back and, and Necrogen said something earlier in chat about Xur because if I would have a problem with Xur mm. and Xur is for me a perfect example of it's in game right I, I don't care I, I love Xur I think it's good that like players who don't get all exotics have a chance of getting one that they didn't get yet I don't care that you can just buy it. It's a great example of a vendor. He mysteriously appears, right? So um, there, there's a cool mechanic about it. And also for, for hardcore players, it's also satisfied because maybe he has a cool exotic with a good role, right? Mm-hmm. Now it's important for armor. I think Zur is in a really good spot at the moment, um, especially because I think with this stat armor change, um, it's even interesting to both of to both of us, right? To, to, to players who only play a little bit and players who have everything they want. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, th- I think that's a great and great example of how what how easy I am to satisfy. I just want it to be in game. I think, and mm-hmm. I, as I said, I still don't agree with this idea that it's a great value transmission. It might be from like this pure wow effect. I think that Destiny draws in because of its gunplay. Everybody says how great it is, and that's why people start playing. I think, honestly, free-to-play, yeah, helped, and but a lot of people, like, it's hearsay. It's just a great game. So people will go in there, and I think that we will be tame. I know they're not going to be a Light Leap or a Lono or or an Avenger like, with thousands of raid clears. I don't think so, but I think if they... They would also feel there's more to the game than just mm-hmm. playing and getting XP because I think these people are also unhappy. If they would see, oh man, I can get this quest, or maybe I can, I can get this armor piece, or where do I find this gun? I think we underestimate the cash, like this casual player. I think mm-hmm. they would also be drawn at least a little bit to this world of Destiny, you know, even though they don't go for the max of the max. I think the reason that it's such a clean value transmission is because this is really interesting. I just thought about this while you were talking value in destiny. When you buy an expansion and when you buy a season, especially when you buy a season, the value is, is honestly, it's conditional upon you because if you don't play and you don't go and grind and get the things that value transmission breaks down. 
right? It's conditional. And I think the reason the season pass works so well is the condition is very simple. I just have to play and I get stuff. If it's conditional in the way that some of you guys have like outlined it, then it's a little bit more mysterious, a little bit more elusive. It's like, oh, I have to go and do what? I have to grind. I have to get it to drop. I have to take it to a machine. What? Like, it's... Yes, it's still there, and yes, it could still hook them as a player, but we're asking somebody to spend $10 every three months. Like, if I'm Bungie, I'm trying to think as Bungie, and... Uh, I, I'm trying to I'm trying to get this person to spend ten dollars every three months. I think it's really easy to say the value you get out of this is only conditional on you booting up and playing. That's it. Now, obviously, the rest of us that understand destiny and grinding and and God rolls and all of that, we don't need anything explained to us. We just kind of we just kind of jump in. If you switch this all around and you put the loot in the world and in the machines and in the mechanisms and in the in the funnels of, of, of content, then the conditional like hinge of value turns on the player not just coming and playing, but understanding how to maximize their value. We know how to maximize, man. We squeeze every last drop out of a season. I mean, we even give that we give a little shake at the end, you know, a little like, oh, a little extra, right? Let's we're getting all the toothpaste out. So but the, but the casual player, the, the the person who plays like more laissez-faire, they just kind of want to live in the live in the public space. I think it's harder to get that conditional hinge to turn for them because they have to get inside the game mechanisms understand them learn them and then maximize them and i'm not saying that 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 we can't get to a place where the game does a better job about that i do feel that the bunker the obelisk bunkers and the recaster they were like drinking from a fire hose for 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 somebody that doesn't really feel like taking a lot of time to like study and analyze it was like what what do i pick what the frick is all this like what it's like 18 different boxes you know they could have streamlined some of that i think i think we could talk about accessibility of the mechanisms and the grinds themselves at the lower echelons and maybe have the more complex things in the upper areas where we might go grandmasters or you know raids or dungeons or whatever and so I think that's probably why the value transmission is just so much cleaner because the conditional hinge is just boot up and play. It doesn't have all these other things trailing after it. So I, I just kind of came to that realization. I was like, the, the, the real value of a season, what do you get for your $10? It's conditional upon you getting in and getting the stuff. And I, I think some people, it's just like, they don't want to fiddle around with all these other mechanisms and bunkers and stuff. They just literally want to do public space strike grind, bounty grind, and just have stuff kind of dropping. And I think those players have their value in their com- in the community. And that's why I think you just leave this machine alone and start building us a better playground endgame machine. And uh, slowly but surely, if they start to do that, we'll, we'll care a whole lot less about this stuff if they, if they successfully do that. But see, I think you're already touched on i mean the value transmission you, you have to stop me if you like want to end q a so please just because i could go on for hours probably no you're good but, um, um it's because of free to play right and i know we said i i still i also think it came with free to play now there is no clear value transmission they have to sell loot because they made everything free to play you can still play the activities play the public event and i think that's why bungie went the wrong way because i think players who just enjoy the game and are still hooked on it they would they, i mean 
people who played bought the first Destiny, they knew they were getting like a looter shooter, and they still bought it for the experience, and then played through the campaign, and that's it. The quest, the, the answer is we don't really have a lot of content to satisfy the the, the, the ten bucks, right? But if they would have some form of content, like some new activity, like uh, say one or two strikes instead of, I think. The value transmission would be there for casual players because they, as you said, they don't really care to go into the depth of all of it. I think it's a good point. I I don't know how to say this better. So the season pass is only this value transmission because the game is free. So you just play. Now I know what I wanted to say. So instead of people going in and wanting to experience Destiny, they go and they already think about a value transmission. What do I get for my time of play, right? Mm-hmm. They don't think I have this game in front of me and I just want to play it. I don't really care how much I, how much I get. I play two hours a night. I have fun playing strikes. But now we have this free to play. Everything is free. So they think like, okay, I'll have to pay for it. What do I pay for actually? Because content is all free. I pay for loot, right? And of course, in this model, it's hard to say, listen, you pay us 10 bucks and then you get the loot drops. No, there has to be clear division. And that's why I think also free-to-play was bad for a game like Destiny. Mm-hmm. I know they needed it to survive. And yes, all of what I'm saying might not be possible anymore to t- turn the time back. But if there ever is a D3, or if they slowly want to go back into that direction to make it more, to have this, yeah, give the game a more clear direction, I really think free-to-play and a season pass mm-hmm. should go away. Well... I mean, those are good thoughts. I, I I I can't go I can't go down that rabbit trail of <laughs> yeah. the free the free to play aspect. Like we could uh, <laughs> we could do a whole other episode on was that a good decision? Was it good for the game? So I will uh, great great debates and conversations today. We'll wait and see. We'll wait and see if year four can can shift the tide a little bit. So the free to play and the season pass aspects not seen as a negative uh, by folks like Avenger and Light Leap. And I know they're not alone. I know there's other people who think like them. Um, but man, great back and forth today. Thanks so much for calling in Light Leap. Appreciate you, dude. And Ooh, thank you so much as well for giving me the time. That was yeah. Fun. Yeah. He was he was he was being very uh, very polite. He had already muted. So we're gonna we're gonna end the VIP there. This was a really really long one, but I'm loving these episodes. If you're listening to this and you're like, man, I want to get in there. I want to get in the ring and have these back and forth debates or just discussions or, or questions. You can become a VIP right now on the YouTube by clicking the join button, or you can type exclamation point join in the chat. If you prefer to use Patreon, you can go to sntrpresents.com and use Patreon. All of the tiers are the same. You get in the Discord, sync up, and you get all the perks, benefits, and extra rooms. And uh, stick around if you're here right now I'm going to tell you about the new show we're launching very soon that's going to be very similar to this one like a book club for movies and TV shows I'll have announcements soon uh, as a recorded video uh, later for everybody else so if you haven't been here for the live streams and you're interested in the show I'll have a formal announcement very soon about that as always if you're listening to or watching this content elsewhere please like, share, and subscribe